Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean? Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hello everybody indeed yes welcome to the program uh, never not funny is the name of the program our episode number is 2515 i want to say 2515 i got it yep I almost I didn't get it. Twenty six. Oh, tw- oh, you were. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I got the 15 part right. I got the, uh, the season number wrong. Well, welcome yeah. into the program, everybody. Uh, it's a, a beautiful sunny day here in California. Hot and sunny. Hot tamale. Chilly today. That's not how that goes. Chilly today. Hot tamale. That was my dad's favorite joke growing up. And uh, I apparently love it so much. I uh, say it incorrectly every single time. Uh, before we get rolling on this program here and I bring uh, the other fellas into the mix, I want to thank everybody that joined us for playing games uh, from flapperscomedy.com on Saturday night. And thank Andrea Savage for joining us and thank the three contestants for donating to Smile Train. And I also want to thank the um, all the people that joined us at the Zoom uh, room, the Zoom club, Zoom Flappers Club uh, that uh, bought a ticket. And that money is uh, being divided uh, from uh, donating to the frontline workers, uh, medical uh, supplies for the folks at UCLA, and then as well as, um, and that gets dispersed, I, I, from what I understand, to uh, other places around the uh, the uh, country as well. And then, um, uh, so Black Lives Matter. So money is going to both those places. Um, and so um, we thank you guys. We thank you for that. And um you know, I, do I make money from this? No, I don't. I don't make any money. I'm donating my money. My Any money I was making from that, I'm donating to those two. Uh, you're like Jay Leno, but except you're giving the money to charity instead of just uh, putting it in the bank or whatever he does. <laughs> uh, you know what? You're exactly right. I, I'm the Jay Leno of those flapper shows. I, I don't make any money from my flapper shows. The first flapper show, you know, he went to the flappers people, and uh, this one goes to the... Uh, do uh, the frontliners and the Black Lives Matter. I mean, they, they, they can use it. I got my cars. I'm fine. Yeah, I zip around. I got hot rods. Whatever you need. What do you need? I got jalopy. I went, oh, I went past the... It was a little girl's birthday the other day, and everybody's out there honking. I said, I'll give them a thrill. Uh, Jay, she's only uh, 11 years old. Has no idea who you are. Well, listen, people, uh, they get birthdays and stuff like that. Uh, I think it was also a graduation, Jay. Yeah, yeah, graduation. Yeah, congratulations. Um, uh, that was a graduation, right, Matt? Isn't that what that was? Wait, I didn't. I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, when Jay went past your house, but Jay, uh, yes, that was, no, no, that was Charlie's birthday party. Oh, it was Charlie. Hang on. Hey, Jay, <laughs> ignore everything I just said. It was actually a little boy's birthday party. Hey, yeah, that's what I thought. A little guy out there with a cowboy hat. 
don't think you had a cowboy hat. I no. think that, uh, you're thinking of like the 60s and 70s. I don't know if kids really dress up as cowboys anymore. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense, right? It's mean to the Indians? Yes, yeah, it's mean to the Indians. <laughs> All right, well, listen, man, I don't know. You crisscross applesauce, whatever you guys say. That's fine. <laughs> I thought you were referring to like another story that you saw like somewhere that he did that with another like with some a girl who was look celebrating a graduation. Don't we assume he does it? Don't we assume he drives around Burbank thinking he's gonna? You know, I'm sure the parents yeah. gonna charge out of it. You did, and you don't even like the guy. It because it, it's a I got to charge out of it because it's a funny story that I can tell my family and they know who that is, and so it's kind of it's got its uh, it, it's. That when you, you know, ever anybody who didn't grow up in L.A., when you move to L.A., uh, you feel like you your job is to collect celebrity sightings of, of every kind to entertain your family with. And uh, and that's a pretty good one. But I have not seen him since that day. And uh, and, and with that bookstore uh, that I was referring to where he hangs out, um, he uh, it is it is now reopened. But he I have not seen him there since. So I think and- he might be laying low. You go, but you go to that bookstore almost every day, right? Because you love reading about cars and <laughs> of car parts. And- well, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go down there, and I gotta get my Motor Trend. You know, I gotta get my uh, sure a car and driver. Sa- car and driver, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I gotta I'm get out. my. Those are the two I got. Yeah, um, I gotta get my um, Motor Trend. I just said Motor Trend. I really completely <laughs> did not hear you say Motor oh, Trend. Wait, All I heard was Car and Driver. Were you thinking about Car and Driver, Matt? Oh yes, car and driver, good one, good one. What about road and track? I know I'm not doing the joke anymore. Oh yeah, road and track. Road and track, one. thank you, yeah. Elliot. That, yeah. That's helpful. And then Automobile. of course, so excited that I oh, need one. And don't forget, we. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. That's where Which I get. one? How do you spell that, Matt? O U I. That's the only place oh. I can find it anymore. Is that car shop? Um, how did you, when you were a child? And you saw we. How did you pronounce that? When you saw I, that I never. Magazine? I didn't hear of it until I started taking French class, and ah. then, then I learned that that's how you spell we. <laughs> uh, we called it Awi because we didn't know yeah. what we didn't know that we was a French. We didn't know what the word meant, and yeah. more importantly, why is it on a new magazine? It's very confusing for an American audience when you think about uh, who the target audience. Not to not to uh, stereotype of. Uh, 70s and 80s porn connoisseurs but is the average uh porno mag buyer gonna understand the uh, french spelling of a french word no no in it's america not, it's not an elitist activity the jerk off right. that is a unless that was actually it wasn't actually a french magazine right it was a it was an american publication that used a french name you know what? That I don't know because there was also what was the swedish swedish erotica was that the very famous a video company that that was the first video i ever saw it wasn't a video it was a uh, eight millimeter uh, i don't I know that i don't sh- recognize that name but i i know what you're talking about where there was a lot of swedish porn in the yeah. 60s i want to say swedish erotica was the was the brand like the hot brand that the you know that we would find in our mm-hmm. older brothers or cousins uh closets or they would show it to us and mm-hmm. in their closets and then uh make inappropriate advances that is not true at all by the way I made that, <laughs> made that Maybe, part wait Swedish erotica is a band. Well, how are they? Are they great? <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably named themselves after that. Uh, now, probably now defunct uh, video company. We is a, is, a, is a an American publication. Where are they out of, Garen? That is a good question. What if it was like, you know, Pittsburgh, like the last place you would expect <laughs> like a fancy French sounding porno magazine? I would love it. Right. The, the steel worker. Right. Uh, yeah. Boy, I hear Allentown's having a tough go uh, of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, they, so they, they shut the factory down, Jimmy. I heard. I know everybody's having a tough time. They're waiting getting, in line, I guess. It's getting very hard to pay. 
Well, we wish everybody luck in Allentown, of course, as we do oh. every country, every city in the country. Uh, go ahead, Garen. So we actually originally was published in France under, under the name Louis, L-U-I? Louis, so him. Oh, interesting. That's him in French. And then Playboy purchased the U.S. rights and changed it to we. In what year, Garen? When did they buy those rights? 1972. All right, so the so Playboy owned we in the, in the time mm. of my life when I was... Uh, looking at that underneath the bleachers, I still remember. That's where I saw it. It was that and the the deck of dirty playing cards were underneath the bleachers at the uh, little league game, and I just remember thinking, "Oh boy, look at this! What is this?" It's I guess maybe the premise was that you know you got all different types of magazines out there, and they figured let's make one that seems classy and European for a guy who is kind of a snob but still needs to spank it. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't have the imagination to go without, uh, you know, some kind of reading material. Yeah, like there's probably there was probably a guy who like could like graduated from Ivy League college and he's on a business trip and he's like, uh, I I need to relieve my testicles, but I, I I'm too good for penthouse and hustler for God's sake. Definitely not hustler. And uh, what, what what do you have for me, Mr. Magazine Man? And he was like, oh, how about we? And he's like, ah, this, this feels good. This feels right. I, I spent a, a summer abroad on, in my younger <laughs> days. And uh, this will remind me of my train trips across uh, across France. Uh, I love it. I, lo- I like this character. I like that this guy. Look, he, we all need to relieve ourselves, and that's uh, men and women. So, uh, you know, if you well, want to the, use we, we all need to relieve ourselves, but this guy needs to relieve his testicles. I don't I know if you guys are specific. Two different yeah. things. I mean, everybody, uh, everybody goes to the bathroom, but this is a right. different thing. I see. Uh, it's a job that he has to do. Yeah. Well, he's doing a great job of it, right? He's doing it very classily, from what I understand. Um, and uh, and to, to to rip off Sarah Silverman's joke, do you think that he puts his pinky out when he masturbates? <laughs> no question about it. No question. The great Sarah Silverman. That's with an H. Very you nice. know, I don't care for it. Uh, but I do care for Sarah and Silverman. I care for the silver man. That's the guy that goes around the cities and brings everybody silver, like the ice cream man. Oh, I thought you were going to say the guy on the third street promenade who just is all painted silver. Oh, no, not that guy. (laughs) That that guy? That guy's phony. I don't buy that guy. That guy's not, that's not real silver, so I don't call him that. My silver man's the guy that goes around, he plays a song, and then you go, Mom, Dad, the silver man's here. You run out, and you give him your pennies, and he uh, gives you some dimes and nickels. Even oh, nickel, okay. Nickel. I, I was thinking that you meant that he goes around in like like an ice cream truck, but instead of ice cream, he's selling silverware. So like, if you need a spoon, well, he's got silverware. You, you he's got, out there uh, he's got anything you're looking for. He's got, uh, yeah. but you have, but you cannot pay him in silver coin. Right. You uh, have to give him. Goes, right. Although you'd think he would want some silver coin coming back because that would replenish the silver to coin. To make going the new, out. I like the idea that he would just follow the ice cream truck, and the ice cream truck sells you ice cream, and then you don't have a spoon to eat it with, and then this guy pulls up and, hey, guy, I got spoons. I got spoons. I'm the spoon man. Well, that's yeah. now. Now we're talking about the spoon man. Well, that's uh, yeah, that's Soundgarden. That's uh, that's uh, something completely different. Uh, uh, and what do you mean the ice cream man's got those uh, spoons? You know that pl- that wooden thing that I know, but he was into it. <laughs> that, that first of all, that is one of the worst things in the world. Is those like just the thought of touching wood to my tongue is is blood chilling to me. But hey, boss, should we lose, should we use the solid wood or go with the balsa? I got the fucking balsa. Save us some money. It's balsa wood. It's the worst. It's so gross. You, you know, if your ice cream is anything other than a milkshake, you go into it. Hey, mom, my my spoon broke. Oh, okay. That's I don't it. like That's the end of the conversation. I don't like any wood utensil. I get annoyed when 
there's uh, like when Elise cooks something and uses a wood spatula or a wood spoon and then it's in the sink and I got I'm, I'm, I, my job is to wash it in my head. It feels like because wood is porous, whatever was being cooked with that spoon is now in it and you can't get it. You can't just clean it out. It's in there forever. Yeah. So like, how are you supposed to clean it? And you can't put it in the dishwasher. It'll destroy it. I use pine saw. That seems to be the uh, <laughs> to use on all your wood products. Do a nice little spray of pie saw on there. First of all, then you're you got a nice odor to nice smelling spatula or a wooden spoon for your sauces. I just don't understand. We we don't have to use wood. It's not the Middle Ages. We don't have to use that anymore. Why are we still doing it? You know what? We have one too. What is it about the wooden spoon with sp- sauces? Ellie, it looks like you have an answer on this. I'm trying to remember because it is recommended for some things. I know that if you have a if you have a nonstick coating, you shouldn't use metal on there. Right. But that I have, understand. You have silicone now, but I. Right. I've not seen. No, I've seen silicone spoon. Silicone. Silicone. Yeah, I have silicone. one. So you could use that, and I. I don't think that there's any huge functional difference between a wooden spoon and a good silicone spoon, as long as it's firm and not you know bendy. I, I think, think that I think that guy that whacks off to Wii is the only guy who thinks you should be using a wood spoon when you're cooking. <laughs> but it's I know pretentious. that gro- growing up, my mom used them, and and it feels like the right thing to do. But I I kind of see your point, Matt. I think you might be right that there are other tools now. Yeah, it's uh, it, it seems like it's a thing that we've held on to without thinking about whether it makes any sense to do so. Uh, I what have got, a bit of information. Wooden spoons are generally preferred for cooking because of their versatility. Some cooks prefer to use wooden spoons when preparing risotto because they do not transfer heat as much as metal spoons. Uh, unlike metal spoons, they can also be safely used without scratching nonstick pans, mm-hmm. which is useful for making dishes such as scrambled eggs. Right, but that, like Elliot said, that's where the silicone comes in. Yeah, uh, that, which is what I was I about use. to come in hot and say wooden spoons are good. I have plenty of them, and they're cheap. Which there's that. That's true. But, but I've, I've think, only ever known somebody to use them for like a, a spaghetti sauce. Like the, you'd always sure. see, uh, hey, try a little something of this. Right. It's a wooden spoon. Yeah. I wonder if, like, if I wonder if my grandmother would tell you, you want the sauce to get absorbed into that wood, because then that uh, somehow uh, helps with the flavor. I'm sure there's some weird old wives' tale. <laughs> right. Well, it right. might be the same thing as like an iron skillet, where it just sort of builds up that yeah. flavor over time. Maybe. Yeah. But I think Matt's that sounds right in this disgusting instance. to me, honestly, like that's that, that as someone who like, I, I don't know, maybe I get a little obsessive when I'm doing the dishes, but I'm like, I, I feel like when you wash something that you've used to cook, you want to get whatever is on it off and, and so that you can have fresh for the next. Yeah, yeah. And if it's in there, if it's in the, the nooks and crannies, then that doesn't seem like what you, you want. You know, we're going to get some email from Sony when you guys were talking about spoons. I wanted to scream. <laughs> <laughs> you four idiots don't know anything about spoons. I welcome the explanation. I mean, I, I do feel like it's a, it's a widespread uh, thing, but, uh, and I, I get, look, if you, if, if someone's going to say, Hey, you know, using pla- plastic is bad for the planet. And so you shouldn't be using silicone uh, spatulas and spoons and stuff like that. And so then you're left with either metal or wood. And if metal is transferring some heat and it's also going to scratch up your nonstick skillet, then I guess wood's the only one left, but I don't think that there's, I don't think silicone uh, there, there are really the big problems. Maybe it's got a plastic handle or something, but a lot of them have metal handles or even wood handles, which I know you aren't interested in. But if, if the wood isn't touching the, the sauce then you don't know because it's still going to go in the sink and get wet and then the yeah. it's the something about wet wood creeps me out it doesn't seem right well, i don't disagree with that i i believe like because i have an all silicone spatula 
So, because it's two different kinds, like some yeah. of it's stiff and some of it's flexible. So, yeah. I bet you you could get an all silicone spoon. I say, Matthew, if you, I've if told I may, you once, and I'll tell you again, Elliot, I do have one, and I stand oh. by it. It's my. It's one of the best. It's blue, and I. It actually even seems like it was made from recycled material. It's. It's great. It's a great spoon. I don't know why anyone would want anything else. If well, I had I, it with I, me, I would get yourself one. I would I've got show more you. Info. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Garen. All right. So, really quick, let me. I'm going to run through these. Wooden spoons are superior to other materials for five primary reasons. Oh boy, there's five. Five. Okay. They won't scratch. Nonstick services, which you We've mentioned. Already answered that. They're yep. warm, so wooden spoons plopped into a high temp candy or other temperature sensitive recipe won't shock the mixtures and cause immediate crystallization. The silicone should still fulfill that. They're firm enough to stir now, thick Kelly. stews. <laughs> they're heat resistant, so they won't melt, and they're recipe safe. Some metal utensils can react with acidic foods like tomato sauces and lemon curds. Wooden spoons will not affect the flavor of foods, and they're unlikely to absorb flavors too. Now, just so that we could uh, prevent Elliot from uh, yelling at us again about silicon, uh, does it say anything about that and the sauces? Because that, no. that's what I went by well, earlier. It, There's that I, I I mostly know wooden spoons for sauces. Yeah. This answers that. But I yeah. God forbid that I go. Okay, there's our answer. That Elliot goes. Well, wait a minute. Well, point of order. Well, no, I have to buy a silicone spoon. <laughs> it's, it did say it did answer the one thing, which is that yes, yeah, silicone will melt if you leave it on a hot thing. But no one well, who would do that. It, de it depends on which ones you get though, because some of them are rated at a much higher temperature. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. But Jimmy. to answer to answer your concern, Matt, it says yes, wood is porous. And it may draw in liquids and oils from the food you're cooking. However, one study found that those liquids and any bacteria hiding in them do, do not return to the surface once they're wicked into the wood's cells. Huh. These bacteria also do not multiply and will eventually die. Didn't so basically, bacteria until seconds ago. But go ahead, Matt. So then, so what you're saying is, a wooden spoon over time will become a living thing, but it will not. <laughs> it will not harm you. That is yes. so. That's a hundred times worse than whatever I was imagining was happening. And now I'm going to throw every wooden utensil in my house into the trash. Well, can I recommend silicon then? I got a guy who won't shut the fuck up about him. Uh, I'm going to look into it, Jimmy. That's all I can okay. tell you. I'm going to look Get into it. Get yourself one. You're going to be. You're going to thank yeah. me later. I will try. No, it's if it's I may recommend. Shopping is not easy right now, but I'm going to go out and I'm going to venture out to find one. Places are opening up. I know Spoons and More is open over on my, uh, the corner here. So I would... Uh, in the Spoon District? There. It's over in the Spoon District. He's yeah. got the also, He's got the ice cream scoop, which is spoon-like in shape. Yeah. And uh, boy, he's got a nice variety of the scoop over there. So take advantage of that. And then he's got your soup spoon. He's got your teaspoon. He's got your, uh, your little sugar spoon. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got whatever you're looking for over there. He's got a, you know, a bigger spoon for your... Uh, you know, for like if you want to toss a salad with that weird half fork, half spoony thing. He's got that. He doesn't have sporks, though. I'll tell you that. Really? Won't carry him. Won't huh. carry him. Okay. Interesting. Why not? Well, I don't know. I've never been in there, to be honest with you. I've just <laughs> seen his stuff online. I've never had the opportunity to talk to him. Hmm. They're an abomination to the spoon. You're right. The Thank spork. You. They don't like Garen, it. Garen knows. Yeah. Garen gets it. Garen One gets abomination it. to another. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, welcome uh, in, like everybody, that. to Spoon Talk 2020. <laughs> We've settled it. I don't. But here's the thing, Matt. My beautiful wife Danielle just made a. Uh, uh, what did she make the other day? Uh, and she used the the wooden spoon, and I had to clean the wooden spoon before I put it in the dishwasher. You know, wipe it off. And I just like you, I was creeped out by it. I'm not creeped out by the metal spoon, but I'm creeped out by the wooden spoon. The number one worst uh, wooden utensil is the spoon with the three slat holes in the in the you know the base of the spoon part. You know, it's like for stirring pasta or whatever. Yeah, but then. Think about those those holes 
Are, you know, now, how do you get in there to clean that anyway? Even I use a toothpick or uh, sometimes, Matt, I just hear me out. I just uh, shoot my load right into it. That's it. <laughs> I clear out whatever needs to be in those holes. Ah, wee wee. <laughs> I don't remember buying a webbed spoon. <laughs> That's gross. Spider-Man spoon. <laughs> We're not doing that kind of humor today. <laughs> Uh, so wait, so what you're saying is, so the, so the semen goes into the spoon and, and if what Garen told us is true, then the semen's going to get into inside the spoon and it lives, baby. And it, it just there lives forever. there forever. And Don't so you now, like the idea that you hear about uh, saving sperm for future use, uh, babies and so on and so forth. Yeah. Uh, this, I just, I, I, I've been doing it organically for years. This is like a, yeah, new way to have a, an at home sperm bank. That's exactly right. And I, I'll tell you what, you want to break into this bank, you're going to get a lot. You're going to get a lot of... Uh... Now, How do you coax it out? What's that? How do you coax it back out? How do I coax it back out? I just talk to it. Like, oh, come on, little guy. Oh. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> I feel like somewhere in here is so the origin stupid. story of Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> you think so? You think we uh, we tapped into that? We got yeah, it. like s- some guy shoots his load into a wooden spoon and then impregnates it with semen and then you know nine months later a little splinter comes out uh, it's a it's a living uh, half man right. half tree and uh what's that guy's name does he ever mention it <laughs> well uh, to quote him i am groot i see mm-hmm. and you liked that movie you're a fan of that movie matt the guardians of the galaxy i do i like it a lot actually um i don't know i don't know if other people agree with this i think a lot of people don't agree with this but i actually like the second one even better i do not i'm not one of those people that will agree hmm. with you on that i, I don't I think i am one. either all right. Yeah, I know it's not a popular opinion, but uh, well, you know I enjoyed what? it. If that makes you feel better, there's second movies of other things that I've liked better than the original. I liked uh, the first one, but it was uh, it was a little. Uh, I don't know. I felt like it. it like they they hadn't really. They, it started. They, the characters started coming into their own in the second one, and and then in the Avengers. I like I like, I like where they go once you sort of have settled in with them a little bit. I, I can get behind that too. That's that's not that's a good theory. In case you needed my support. We do. Thank, Thank you, you, Aaron. <laughs> Thank Appreciate you, Aaron. it. You're a cockerel boy. Uh, by the way, I want to be, I want to point out, uh, I know some people that were at the, at the flapper show know that I was, uh, uh, had some medical uh, issue over the weekend. Uh, if I seem fidgety today, I'm not coked up. I, I'm having some back issues and I'm stretching to relieve my back from its pain. So if you're looking at me going, wow, Jimmy's all weirding out. Uh, don't think, uh, just, just know that I, I'm well aware of it and I'm doing it for a purpose. There we go. Covered. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, if you did not see last week's thing, I've had some uh, skin work done and that's why I, you see that nonsense on my face. So uh, if, you're new to, if you're new to us, that's what's happening here. These will be gone soon. The back pain, hopefully, will be gone soon. I can't, uh, God, I can't wait for that to be gone. I have had a miserable weekend. Jesus, what a miserable weekend. Just miserable, Garen. I can only show my support. Thank you, Garen, because it was miserable. Sounds Sorry. like it was miserable. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was, it was wooden spoon-like. That's how fucking bad my back was. <laughs> well, now I'm on board with it not feeling good about this. I apologize for that you had to go through that. Oh, it's horrible. So now you understand, Matt. You, you didn't understand what I was going through. I, I didn't. Like, I, I tried to be, I wanted to be supportive, but I really couldn't grasp uh, the, the severity of the situation until now. Uh, here's another thing I did, by the way. I left a, um, uh, an, uh, an ice pack. I fell asleep, uh, literally, like one of the only hours I slept all weekend, I fell asleep, and the only comfortable position I had all weekend was laying on my stomach, and so I had an ice pack on my back, and I had an ice pack on my thigh uh, near my uh, IT band, and I fell asleep there, and when I came to, uh, the place underneath that ice pack uh, was a solid block of ice. My skin 
It's solid block device, and it's still uh, numb. It's still oh, uh, like a like a pencil eraser. It's it's horrible. horrible. I, I, I I'm now scared that like how did your how did an ice pack not melt against the heat of your skin? I I don't know. I don't. Maybe it was very cold and uh, it lasted what was, that long. What was on the other side of the ice block? A freezer? <laughs> uh, yeah, I take my naps in my freezer. It was the only place I was comfortable, man. Okay. The only place I was comfortable was to lay out in the freezer. Hey, that, do what you got to do. That makes sense. Uh, on the other side, it would have been the bed. It would have been, uh, you That's know, a crazy. mattress. So, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Hey, do you have one of those cooling gel mattress pads? Is that what happened? <laughs> I do not. I do maybe not. those things really do work that well. Um, I don't know, but I do think we need, I, I know I've talked about this for ages, but it, it's, it, it's this last few days have confirmed that we need a new mattress in our house. My, uh, my mattress, which is a wonderful mattress, I think has seen its day. Mm-hmm. So ghost mattress, here we come. Wait, no ghost is actually a, a, a brand, right? Oh, is it now? In I don't know. To, I was, I was referring to Casper, oh. but isn't ghost ghost, I ghost is, I believe ghost is a, I think they are too. Wow. That is. Very sneaky of them to try to get in on the Casper. Yeah, right. Ghost bed, it's called. Yeah, that's interesting. I Isn't never even weird? thought about that. Hmm. They should be sued by somebody, right? Like the ghost, big ghost. Yeah, <laughs> should big come ghost after them. them. Yeah, it doesn't seem right that they can call themselves that. But uh, I mean, oh, it, I guess they can. But it's weird. I mean, who's who's really going to confuse those two? They're not. But it just, I, I almost feel like it's a bad move on a business from a business perspective on their part. It's like then they, you just look like the. You're trying too hard to evoke a pre-existing brand. Now you're going to find out that Ghost was around before Casper's. That's Maybe. something we're about to find yeah. out. Could be. Yeah, like Ghost has been them. around forever, but it was before this uh, trend of buying mattresses on the internet came around. And then uh, Casper jumped Actually, on. you know what, Jimmy, you're right. Because I just remembered a friend of mine when I was growing up, uh, he had one. And we all used to sit on it and masturbate. And we called ourselves the Ghostbusters. I don't know why we won't laugh at that because it's a good piece of business. That was a very good piece of business. You should be proud. You should be proud yeah, of that joke. Very proud. It was so joke. good. I did not. I, I was shocked to my core. Yeah. I did not it, know it, how to react to it. I was. I was smacked with the comedy so hard. It was very violent. Yeah. yeah. That was a nice piece of business, right? It I, really was. At first, I was thrown by the fact that you were having a circle jerk. And I didn't know how to react to it. <laughs> But then when I, you, uh, like I, I sold the first part of it almost too well. It yeah, was so yeah. it was so believable that a friend of mine would have a, a ghost mattress uh, in the in the nineteen eighties. Uh, oh, so that's that happened in the eighties, not in the nineties. In the yarn I was spinning, sure. You're uh, born in what seventy four? You say? Yeah, that's right. Uh, so eighty uh, four? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Young teens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, circle jerking in the young teen. Never, not for a million dollars. I would, I wouldn't have done it. I don't care how much you would have paid me. Hey, we're all going to go over to Jerry's house and do a circle jerk. Uh, I'm out. What if we paid you a million dollars? Still don't see me doing it. Not at that age. Tomorrow? I don't think, I don't even think I admitted to my friends that I masturbated until I was probably 18 or something. Right. And even then it was dicey. You know, kind of had to Mm. say it like you were joking, but then kind of like, kind of like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I love to jerk off. And you kind of look around like, is everybody, is everybody cool? Is everybody on board with this? (laughs) Are we all, are we all going to jump into the the, the pond at the same time? (laughs) I believe I mentioned it before the very first, uh, I believe I mentioned on this show that I was at a sleepover my freshman year in high school. We were doing a, uh, it was a play, the whole cast of the play, the dudes had a sleepover and one guy brought it up. He admitted it. 
And I've never felt more of a weight come off my shoulders than that day when it was like, <laughs> so all right, good. So we're, we, could, we all do this. We could all talk about it. Great. Mm-hmm. Then we talked about it. And then they went into some detail that I never wanted to get into. <laughs> and then it, uh, it dropped. The conversation dropped. You mean like methods? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> methods, uh, locations, uh, okay. you know, times, beaten records, that sort of thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Different time, man. Simpler times. Simpler, better times. I don't know if that's simpler. I, don't, I never had a speed record going for my <laughs> masturbation. Uh, as I used to joke about in my stand-up comedy routine, uh, I just wanted to get it done before my mom walked into the room. That was mm-hmm. always my my go-to, just to finish, you know, get it. Why, why? Oh, man, it was great last night. I, mean, I, you know, I read a book. And it lasted 45 minutes. Why? Get it over with. Let's go. In and out. <laughs> That's, that's the sound it makes going through that spoon. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Our guest here, Matt? Uh, no. Oh, all right. I saw you looking down. I thought maybe that was... Uh, uh, here's the thing, Elliot. With this new way that you want me to look at the camera, I, I end up looking directly into these two circle lights and blinding oh. myself every time I do that. So, <laughs> Oh, that's uh, no fun. So if I'm looking here, that's the reason, so that I don't blind myself. <laughs> look right in the light. I know that's not where you want me to look, but... Uh, I think we should all just start wearing sunglasses uh, <laughs> during these things. Cause I only it, wear mine at night, Matt. You know that. Because <laughs> okay, we'll I some, can. Because I can. Let's do some night records then. Oh, I'm in on that. Be happy I mean, if it's that's what Billy Joel used to do, right? There's a lot of guy, a lot of rock guys would just wear their glasses because the, the the lights were so bright. Uh. You know what? I, I'm going to say this about Tommy Shaw, who uh, last week's guest, who was, uh, again, wonderful guest. And uh-huh. thanks, everybody, for the nice comments on that episode uh, and the nice comments about my beautiful singing voice. Um, but I will say this about Tommy. When he first came on the air, uh, when we met in the Zoom prior, he had the sunglasses on. And I was like, mm-hmm. ah, shit, rock star with the sunglasses on. And he took them off the second we started. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really yeah. appreciated that. That was uh, because, you know, Ace Fraley refer- uh, refused to take his off. Uh, and whenever you see these rock stars, like even Peter Cetera, he did the uh, the Terry Kath documentary. He's got sunglasses, dark sunglasses on the whole time. It's like, really, really, you gotta have some sort of image during during this. I don't get it. Like, yeah. Uh, so I appreciated that Tommy took off his sunglasses and we got to see those peepers, jeepers, creepers. Let me see those peepers. Do you think he took them off because I sang that? <laughs> probably i think he took him off because he was trying to figure out uh to, he was trying to look for the audio settings on zoom yeah. he couldn't see them through the sunglasses that was the beauty for you folks uh, before that episode started uh we opened up the, the zoom and tommy shaw was in his studio uh with with, with the most impressive setup ever and we was, couldn't hear him yeah and so then so he had exciting. to move it was like a million kitchen. dollar home studio. It gorgeous. Was. Just if you unbelievable. Look, if you look at the photo that he took that we use for the um, on thumbnail, yeah. you can yeah. see this. You can see the studio behind him because I guess he that was just the next room. Yeah. And he was in there and it was yeah. like, here we go. We we're and like, then, this is going to sound incredible. <laughs> yeah. And then as I joked about, it, it's like, how is the guy that makes his living producing records? The guy that doesn't know how to uh, do this. But uh, but to his credit, he, he came up with a solution pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he walked six feet and sat down at his uh, laptop. Yeah, but just we saying. thank him. I, of course, uh, of course, you're just saying. I just think you know uh, he was on Podcastathon via FaceTime. He's been on now. He's been on the show via Zoom. 
I think third time's a charm. We got to someday have him actually in the same room as us. <laughs> I, part of me thinks that will never happen. Um, but Does part of you I, think he doesn't actually exist, that he's just a computer avatar? Um, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Because that's uh, what I was thinking. The, um, you know, he lives in Nashville. So if we ever do a Nashville show again, we could yes. reach out and mis- uh, ask Mr. Shaw to come and do uh, the Nashville live. That would be fun. Uh, but boy, I still would love to have him on a, on a uh, podcast-a-thon one day. That would be mm-hmm. wonderful. Have him come out and uh, do, a, uh, do a few songs. I will tell you this, uh, actually behind the scenes, uh, was told uh, he might not play any songs. Uh, can you believe I was told that before he played every song he's ever like, <laughs> yeah, i know it's crazy like, it's crazy that that was even like in the conversation like uh uh anyhow uh welcome into the program jimmy pardo is my name elliot hopeberg is here garen cockrell is here the honcho matt belknap is here jen kirkman is our guest she is in the zoom waiting room and so she'll be joining us uh, as soon as we take this break and we're going to take that break in three two one i'm going to tell you guys something dear listener when i started podcasting you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do we, we got? What we got? A hat, shirts. We got a, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy, all because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. It's super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So. Kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us. And That's I, uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've <laughs> spoken before. Yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why is that a thing? <laughs> well, if it's if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had hats. That. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak of Factor. <laughs> I'm going from- I appreciate it. Uh, more than happy to do it. Now, these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. They've got the Calorie Smart Protein Plus- uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning. I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum. Which is uh, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get you know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah. Treat yourself. You you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah. I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the uh, what is it the uh, 
Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I've not I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before, like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones, and I find that that's great with uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla, and you you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation, or some uh, sweet potato chips, and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Mm. Uh, that's just. I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, we really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code part 050 at factormeals.com slash part 050 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O five zero and use code PARDO five zero to get 50% off. Factor! That's a good meal. Hello, everybody. Did. Yes, welcome back to the program, episode 2615. Uh, Jen Kirkman's with us. Uh, we'll bring uh, Jen into the mix at some point. Hello, Jen. Hi, Jimmy. James. I brought her, I brought her in right then. I said I'm going to bring her in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at some point. It's like a weird fake out. Right into it. I didn't know what was happening. It was Wow. I, I want to keep my guests on their toes. I don't want them to get comfortable. I don't ever want them to think, oh, I can lay back. He's not going to talk to me. Uh, but I will, I will bring her in. Guess again. Bring it in now. <clears throat> I was ready. I was on it. I was not taking advantage of the fact that I'm in my home and I didn't just start watching TV. I was ready. <laughs> Jen, is it, uh, do you, uh, the angle of that hat, I can't tell. Do you have a train going around at the top of that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like one of those hats you could put a little, a little toy train that would go around. Uh, uh, uh joker uh, style that would if that wouldn't make me the town eccentric i would love something like that keep it in mind christmas is coming sooner than we think <laughs> i would absolutely walk around with it because i'm the only one wearing a mask in my neighborhood so why not add a train to my hat right? and look like an absolute freak why are you the only one wearing a mask yeah. are you are you the only one out uh nope uh so wait, because so wait you go yes. out for a walk and you're telling yeah. me on your walk you are yep. the only one yes. wearing a mask. Yes. Families. No. Families are walking without masks. I was always told I was selfish for not having kids. Well, who's selfish now, motherfuckers? <laughs> you walking around four at a time like it's sex in the city. Just walking in a line <laughs> down the street. And, and, and then people with the dogs. People with the dogs. Oh, I have a dog. No mask. Oh, there's someone with a dog. Oh, our dogs are running into each other. Oh, now let's talk and we'll be this close. And I'm going, where's your mask? I'm screaming. Where's your mask? So, you know, now they say you don't need a mask if you're not near people. So uh, I excuse them if they're walking down and then they cross the street to avoid They don't. They don't. They got the joggers breathing heavy. No, unacceptable. Which, you know, bikes. No, here's the thing. I know. Listen. I just think it's a sign of respect at a certain point. Now, obviously, if I'm walking around and no one's around, I pull my mask down so I can breathe. But the minute I see people, I put it up. And it's a pretty busy little neighborhood here in the valley and uh, not too far from the the studio that you guys used to be in. And so, uh, but it's unbelievable. I think it's just you're you're wearing it to say, I protect you, you protect me. Hey, people are dying at their jobs every day to protect us. My mother, who's 82, says she sees when she sees people without a mask, she thinks they're saying, fuck you, old people. It's time to die anyway. Here, here. <laughs> <laughs> nope. What? I, I, I forget. Where were we landing on that? Are we? Okay. No, that's it. I, that we was are, my rant. We are anti old people dying, Jimmy. That, okay. That's the, that's <laughs> okay. the official yeah, that's position. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Well, teach his own. 
Uh, now, Jen, hot. very yeah. serious question. Uh, yeah. Do you ever, and, and I don't mean this to be as provo- uh, provocative as it sounds, do you ever take that horseshoe that's behind your, uh, behind your <laughs> and ram it up your ass? Do you ever do that and <laughs> get some good luck out of it? You know, I've been doing it all wrong. I thought you're supposed to hang it on your wall a certain way. Is shoving it up your ass the tradition? Yeah, what do you got a horseshoe up your ass? Why are you so lucky? That's the uh, the old expression. <laughs> you know, is that really an expression? Is it? But the, <laughs> am, I, am I close to it? Well, now I can't tell what the joke is. Is the joke that there really is an expression? And I swear to God, there is. But the way that Matt Belknap is reacting and Elliot, is, oh, I thought you were kidding. I thought you were. Uh-uh. I, I thought that was your joke. Is that that is absolutely not an expression? No, it is. You have a that guy has a horseshoe up his ass. Like I've never heard it in my he's life. So lucky. Wow, and it's great. I mean, I love it, but uh, never heard it. If I found out that did bring good luck, it would be up there in two seconds. Well, let's find out. Let's but find I'd only out. put it in a little bit because I don't want to have to go to the huh? hospital and take away from people who need COVID attention because no. I have a horseshoe in my ass. You know, what? here's the other thing, Jen, though. If you only put it in halfway, uh, you could use the other half as a handle and have somebody carry you around. <laughs> so I think there's nothing but good stuff to come out of you putting that thing up your ass. I feel the good luck already. <laughs> right? Just, Just thinking about, about it. it. Yeah. It's bringing you joy, certainly. And I that think, attracts luck. This is amazing. I had no idea this was going to go this way. Don't you think uh, just putting a little bit in is you would only just have a little bit of luck? Hey, I'll take all the luck I can get. Hey, but maybe, what if Matt, some of us have a fear of success. And right now, I can only take a little bit of luck. I'm not, okay. I'm not ready yet. I just think it would be a shame well, to put a horseshoe even a little up your ass. And then all you get is like you find a nickel on the sidewalk. Like that's not that exciting. <laughs> that's a good point. That's, although can, that's not lucky. That's an inconvenience. Well, that's just that's just a silver the silver man. Uh, silver you man know. dropped his uh, truck, didn't he? Gary? Right. And Elliot, yeah. Uh, I, th- I have have we not recognized the fact that putting a horseshoe all the way up your ass might be impossible? Yes, of course, Elliot. <laughs> I mean, in the back in the day before belts, that's how they used to do it. They would just put one leg up there, and then the back leg would just hold up the pant. It's, isn't that the traditional former way of pant hook? I've heard of that. Pant hook, yeah. Yeah, they call it I a pant hook or a pant ass hook. I think it's implied that it wouldn't fit all the way up your ass. Yeah, I think it is too. I, I, Garen, did you find anything like I, that though? I'm not seeing anything just yet, but a ball player did say, "Quote: I have a horseshoe up my ass, and I know it." See, I, I so you might my you might be right. My my search on the, uh, the Urban Dictionary has horseshoe up her ass to be extremely lucky either by escaping an otherwise gruesome fate or by living an easy life. Yeah. Horseshoe up his ass has the same meaning for a man. And then Frank Mir, whoever that is, apparently had a horseshoe up his ass. Goddamn right he did. No, actually, now that you say it, I do remember that Paul Simon song. People say she's crazy. She's got a horseshoe up her ass. Yeah, people say she's crazy. (laughs) And also that uh, that wing song with a little luck. It's about that. With a little luck. And then horseshoe up, up your ass. Five adults singing that song. I guess it's akin to the expression "stepping in shit." That's the one I say. It's, oh, it's, she she just keeps stepping in shit. Yeah, which is supposed to be a good thing. Oh, it is. I thought it was. Uh, no, I don't think it is. Oh well, I always say it about people that like, you know, they have some big scandal, their career tanks, or their show didn't go well, and then they get another deal and go. She just keeps stepping in shit. I thought that was a good thing. No, I think stepping in shit is the uh, is before the good luck comes back. It's like, oh, they're that person keeps step, uh, stepping well, in shit. They always yeah, they, figure out a way to fuck things up. They can't they can't help uh, like finding trouble. I mean, I know it would sound what you're saying makes sense, but I don't know. I I might have to Google this one. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, why would anyone want to step in shit? I guess is the is the question. Well, I Never. thought it was like a fertilizer angle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, no, you dumb fucks. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, oh, you don't sorry. come on this show and talk to us like that. <laughs> Go ahead, though. You were saying? I was talking to my, uh, to my staff. I see. <laughs> yeah, right. Good. I'm will glad you, you, you treat them that way. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. uh, will you finish your thought then? Um, on Urban Dictionary, stepped in shit, it's the past tense of step in shit, meaning have had a stroke of good fortune or luck. Boy, your really? brother really stepped in shit when he married a multimillionaire's daughter. Wow. I've been using that expression wrong my entire life. Is, well, is, it, an, is it an ironic phrase? Is that what we're doing here? I think so. Yeah. <sighs> I don't like it. I don't understand it, and I don't like it. <laughs> Until you can explain to me why stepping in shit is a good thing, and, and lucky, I, I will not well, accept this. according to Quora.com, it's oh. sort of based on the Italian belief that it's good luck to get pooped on by a bird. Okay, well, that I'm familiar with. Yeah. All right. Thank you for saying that as an Italian, Matt. I'm a familiar. <laughs> I'm a familiar with. A familiare. Okay, that'll make a sense. <laughs> yes. Um, Hey, uh, that reminds me of when I was at the airport uh, and there was a woman uh, walking her dog that did not belong at the airport. It was clearly not a support uh, animal. Uh, she just wanted to bring her animal on the plane and it started pooping on the uh, in, in the little, uh, what do you call that? The, the walkway. And uh, she was on her phone walking her dog. So immediately you hate her. And yeah. then the dog starts pooping and she steps in it and falls. Oh no. <laughs> and <laughs> you want to feel sorry for her, but you can't. Oh, I don't you even want at all. I don't even want sorry. to. <laughs> I don't want to. Well, that's a great example of you stepped in shit when you saw that. That's exactly right. <laughs> you had good luck. I, I had good luck because A, I didn't step in it and B, I have a story to tell. Oh, and what a what a story it is. <laughs> that was, I want to say, Terminal 3 over there. Terminal 4, actually, over at uh, LAX, uh, the, the American Airlines, uh, mm -hmm. Terminal 4 at that time. Um, yes, great. Jen? All right. Thank <laughs> Jen Kirkman, guys, that's the kind. You go see Jen Kirkman, that's the kind of uh, crowd work you're going to get. She asks a question and then just stammers and goes, great. <laughs> but it actually, I, it's I, totally the crowd work you would get. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great. Jen, what happened to your hat? Did Simon LeBon have to take it back? Hey! <laughs> Rockerina. He's one of the people right. on my staff. Um, uh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I just um, was getting hot under there. Okay. Because oh. I, I have a bright light so that I mm -hmm. look great. And it, you know, the heat, the yeah. heat of showbiz. <laughs> um, also, we heard you're in the valley. It's always hotter in the valley. That's what the. Uh, Hondo Percento. Are you at 100 degrees today? It was 86 here at my house, so I can imagine well, you guys are close to 100. I've got it. I've got the AC on. No, 84 where I am today. How's it? How's it? Uh, I mean, that's what it says on my phone app. I haven't been outside yet. Oh, wait but, uh, nice. I'm going to take a walk later. Yeah, go I'll, on you, the block. I'll keep you posted. I'll Jen, do you posted. take a walk every day during the uh, during the pandemic? Uh, some days I don't. I start. I I was really getting frustrated with the no mask people. Maybe six weeks ago mm -hmm. and I stopped for a while, but then I realized I'm not going to punish myself just because, right. but I don't go anywhere. I don't even get groceries delivered. I am. I have been a hundred thousand percent quarantined. Haven't seen a freaking human. Oh. Um, I am really afraid of getting COVID. So I, I take a walk about an hour a day and I also do home ballet. And so I like doing that. Danielle is also doing home ballet. Hmm. Oh, my God. It, did she used to take lessons her, her whole life, right? She's taken lessons her whole life, yes, in, including uh, up until this pandemic. She would go and uh, take a lesson. Oh, she, okay. So I had stopped. I'd taken my whole life and maybe stopped at like maybe 25 and then got too self-conscious to do it in public. And so at home is perfect. No one has to see me, but I, oh, it's, it's really makes me happy. Good for you. You know, I feel I know. the same way about uh, when I was taking that, 
uh, video exercise class. Like I would, I would never want to do that at the gym with a group of people, but uh, at my home, uh, I welcome it. It's It's a nice workout. It's something for me about not having a mirror there. You know, I have obviously mirrors in my home, but they're not anywhere that would be conducive to working out. So I don't have to keep looking at myself, especially since I've gained a little bit of the LBs during this during this time. I'll take your word for that. That stands for pounds. Oh, no. From here up, I look fantastic, but (laughs) things don't fit. Things don't fit. Uh, Well, then it it must have quit. That's the rule. I I am. Oh, my God. That's my new weight loss plan. I just scream at my body, my lower half. You must have quit. The jeans don't fit. And then the weight just Just runs away. It just falls off. You get a Bronco. It slowly goes away. Yes. (laughs) It gets driven off in a white Bronco. Leaves you on the 405. All right. Jen Kirkman's our guest. Yes, sorry. but let me go around the horn. Let me check in yeah. with everybody here. We got uh, we got a lot to offer today. Uh, we do have our trivia that we have to get to. In fact, let me. Uh, I will tell you this: the theme, uh, the um, the uh, uh, topic. Yes. Is theme parks? Oh the my topic god! Is theme parks? Okay. So you want to place your bet now on theme park? Yes, Jen. Oh, you're telling the audience to place their bet now. Yeah, and you as well. You will oh, also okay. write, write it down. Don't say it out loud. Oh, okay. Write it down on like a piece of paper, or a whiteboard, or a chalkboard, or. Can I type it into my notes section? Sure, type it right in. As long as you don't change that. Uh, I promise you'll. I won't. Uh, boy, I. Don't oh, I'll write I, it down. Just. I don't think I'm going to be good. At <laughs> okay, Jen. she's up. She's moving. Did Jen just have a fight with herself? She's yeah. going in another room. She. Uh, There's a plan. She, she, she doesn't she, see a mirror in there. I know she's against mirrors. <laughs> she might think it's another person and get scared. I think she was just. She didn't want to be, get caught in the situation of getting it right and being accused of yeah. cheating. Uh, all right, Jen, welcome back. Understandable. Jen, I, I was worried about you that uh, you might see yourself in a mirror and think it's another person. I know you're trying to quarantine. Would that frighten you? <laughs> it's happened a couple times. I know I did think my plant was an intruder at one point. Um, but uh, walk, walk us through that. An Explain intruder. yourself. Well, I have this little corner that you can maybe see here, and there was never anything in it. I've lived here like six years, and... I was getting really into plants, as people seem to be doing during the pandemic. And I went to a place where you can do curbside pickup. And I brought home this plant that's with in the stand. It's probably almost as tall as me. It's probably five feet. I see. And I forgot that I bought it because it was the middle of the night. And I went into the kitchen and I just froze because there was someone standing there. Yeah. (laughs) And then I decided I'll just run out the front door. And then I decided I don't have to do that because it's a plant. <laughs> but my heart rate went up really fast. And that, that was it. But now I know what I would do in that emergency. Did you run out or you just thought about doing it? I just went, do I go grab my phone or do I go run out the door? And then I went, mm-hmm. run out the door, you idiot. And then I didn't have to. You didn't have to. It was a plant. But if that all happened, I'm making it sound like I'm really dumb. Like I stood there looking at a plant going, do I run? It was all that happened very quickly in my head. Of course. Now, yeah. what kind of plant? Are we looking at a fica? Are we looking? I don't at know, <laughs> but I know that it's it's really good for no light because there's no light in that area. Oh, so I it's a lightless it's, area. Is a, yeah, is it's a, a lightless area. Is a fica the kind of plant you get uh, when you take out a, a loan from the bank to me? I think it is. It's it's a secured plant. It's yeah. a oh, plant that, that you 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 do not risk uh, losing any of that plant. Well, That's yeah. When I, if I ever find out I have a low fica score, I'll go really because look at this shit. <laughs> that looks like an 800 to me you would think that's a person this is me so you're coming through oh my god it's the middle of the night oh that's a person 
No. Uh, sure. If it's Ray Bolger, <laughs> maybe. It's a nice reference. You're welcome. A great reference. Was He, he was Scarecrow, right? He was Scarecrow. Yeah. You'd think that uh, that leafy guy was a <laughs> Scarecrow. That was yeah. the point I was trying to make. You made uh, it well. Well, thank you, Jen Kirkman. Jen Kirkman uh, is joining us uh, from uh, the Valley, uh, not too far from our studio, from what I understand. Uh, I will say, Jimmy, I've also noticed that uh, in the neighborhood surrounding our office, uh, very few masks. It's a uh, it's a little jarring because around my, like where I live, I feel like people are being good about it here, for, too. For the most people, part. Think, people think, well, as long as I'm six feet away, but and then I think they think because it's hot out. That you can't get it. Oh, I've seen. But even like people like Jimmy, you saw too when you came up here that time to pick something up, right? The, the coffee shop on, our, oh, on the corner boy. here. People are gathering. It's crazy. Yeah. I've got friends who are hanging out. These are all liberals, by the way. None of this is like some kind of, yeah. you know, uh, you know what I mean? It's not the people that are protesting going, give me my freedom and my mask. It's people going, I'm healthy. I don't have it. And I'm like, that's not what it is. Right. I know people that are dating. They're like, we both got COVID tests. I'm like, it's not AIDS though. Like it's, if you it, it's not about you're only sleeping with each other. Like how many people does this person see in a day? And you, if you two are loosey goosing it and you've known each other two weeks, imagine how many other people you're both seeing in your life. Yeah. You got COVID tests. Get out of here. You don't make up your own science. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving i've just been yelled at okay thank you for your time uh, i'm with jen kirkman i 100 agree with jen kirkman now ellie you went and got text uh, text uh, tested right and yes i did i've thought my mistake you drove away feeling very proud <laughs> <laughs> i felt like i had solved it didn't i now, solve it by taking you, the test let me ask you about being tested because i got the antibodies test which was dumb and it turned out negative yeah so it, so if the test is right, it means I've never been exposed. But I almost got the do I have COVID currently test. Mm-hmm. And I opted not to because I'm pretty confident I don't and that I haven't done anything. What did you find to be advantageous about getting it? Should I? Well, get it? I, I will. I will boringly remind the listener that I am part of a neighborhood council. And so part of my thing was the mayor had sent out this newsletter saying, OK, everybody, you should go to Dodger Stadium and get this test. And so as a way to exemplify the process and kind of anticipate and let people know, that was part of the reason why I went. I will say for, for me, I didn't think that there was a situation where I would currently have it. I wasn't sick, but I figured maybe they just want more people to come do it. Why not? But yeah. but, but but really the main reason that you go for that for the, the mouth swab test is to see if you have it currently. If you have a yeah. reason to go do something and you want to make sure you don't have it or you think you might have a symptom, then I would think that would be the reason why you would actually go. Do well, it. here's an example of that. I went to the doctor today. I went to, of course, I went to my guy, Dr. Vinny Mubatz, and um, they would Burbank. not have let me in had I uh, uh, you know, been tested. No, hang on. My logic makes no sense. I apologize. Uh, abort. Abort. Right. <laughs> did you get a test though, Jimmy? I did get a test and, and I did it because, and, and so did Danielle and Oliver. We did it. Uh, because so that they would have it as a um, um, as a st- as a stat mm. of y- then yes. okay they didn't have it on this day and then if you right. get it this day oh now you have it where have you been in those uh, in that time and then they sure. could go okay he was at Target he was at Ralph's he was uh, boy this guy's going twenty places that's what they would think that's <laughs> okay that is a great point I'm gonna go get one after the podcast a different day. No, go right. Right. You, got, we'll talk you about got me the whole time. Yeah, just yep. get in your car. 
And you, you can <laughs> take your laptop with you. Yeah, stay yeah. on the phone and uh, we'll do can... a live remote from you going to get a test. I don't think that's safe. I, you've just convinced me. I'm going to do it. That's great. Okay. But Jimmy, I don't want this moment to pass without hearing this. I saw the doc. Wait, Matt, it's no longer playing. Really? Yeah, it stopped playing. About half so that was a Zoom thing, I think. That was uh, Zoom. Okay. It was playing on this end. Sorry, All guys. Right. My Has anyone made this joke yet in the world? Who's Zoom and who? Come on, it's ripe for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, they have? I made it March 13th. Okay, well, I didn't know. Well, I made it June 13th. Eighth publicly for the first time, <laughs> privately. You know how long I've been saying that. <laughs> you, you haven't seen anybody, so I don't That's know. Point. Only my plant knows. And to you too, ma'am. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, the joy, Jen Kirkman. All right, let me say hello to everybody. A theme park is your topic. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me bring young Oliver in. He'll read the question to us. Uh, Jen, have you ever met my son? Um, when he was very much a baby. Okay. He's that sounded like something Trump would say. Very, <laughs> yeah. He was very much uh, smaller. I tested very positive. I tested negatively in a very positive uh, I'm way. I'm such an Oliver fan. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm an Oliver fan. Yeah, I'm Jen's agreeing. been listening. To, I don't know if you said this on the air, but it's. I want everyone to know uh, how how great we are that you have been listening to the podcasts in quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I've so heard you've, Oliver, so, he's so great. you've heard him. Yeah, I liked Here. his Russia explanation about Pepsi. Oh, oh yeah, cool kid. He's smart a smart kid. kid. Let me call him in here. Let me. Uh, let me mute this so you don't hear me yelling. Oliver Griffin! Quickly now, Father needs you. Why Why would you mute, why would you mute that? I don't, I, I don't, all, right, all right, here we go. Oliver, quickly now, Father needs you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally muting one of your go-to jokes? Yeah, I don't know why I did that. I thought the uh, yelling. All right, you ready to read this? All right, come on, stick your head in there. Say hello to Jen Kirkman. Hello. Hi, I'm a big fan. <laughs> oh, wait, she, wait, he can't hear you. Oh. Uh, here, listen to that. And then Jen, say that again. I'm a big fan of your trivia segment, Oliver. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. It's very You're nice. very welcome. Jen Kirkman is a, a terrific comedian. I say comedian because <laughs> I want to point out she's a lady who does comedy. Um, it's, you have to be specific. Like when Joan Rivers did it. Here's a funny lady. Here's, a, here's Tody Fields, a funny lady. You couldn't just say, here's the next comedian who's funny. You had to point it out. That's what I do with Jen. She's a funny, <laughs> funny lady. Uh, all right. You going to read the question? Uh, sure. All right. Why don't you read the question, not the answer? That's, I was giving you the wrong piece of paper. Oh, yeah. All right. Here. Get in here. I got it open. What franchise did Disney buy in 1995 to build a ride themed around it? Um, The ride eventually closed for being too scary. What was the franchise? Okay. 1995. I may have forgotten to include this in the question. The ride was eventually built in 1995. I, I kind of worded it wrong. So, which franchise did Disney buy and build a ride for in 1995 that was eventually shut down for being too scary? There we go. Sorry. That's right. No, you said it right the first time. It, may I up. ask a question or is that Wait, not? Wait, hang on a second. Uh, 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 Oliver, are you allowing questions? Jen Kirkman has a question. <laughs> I guess it depends on what it, He says it depends on the question. That's Jen, okay. Let's I guess I think this probably is not uh, going to be allowed. But when you say franchise, <laughs> do you mean like a, 
I forget it. My question would be the answer. I, I all right, Jen Kirkman, everybody. See what I said? <laughs> I, I thought I, I knew where you're going. Like, is it was lady. it a like a film franchise or a book franchise? Right, or? but I, I think that's. But the yeah, answer. that's yeah. that's going to give away too much. I'm like, probably. which franchise was it? Was really my question. <laughs> do you mean a soda or do you mean a? I want a rock. Interesting. Huh. Which franchise? Yeah. I'm writing my answer down. I have a. I, I think I might get this one. And it was too scary. Feel good Disney about it. bought it. Feel good about it. Feel real good about it. 1995. Actually, I no longer feel good about it. Damn. Disney World, Disneyland. That's uh-huh. the other question. Yeah, which park did it open in before it closed? That would help yeah. me a little bit. Oh, boy, my answer's wrong. My answer that I was so confident in well, seconds ago is wrong. You can change it. Yeah, I know I can. Oh, I know I can, Elliot. But uh, but what do I change it to? Uh, it was Franchise. I, I, I like think I have the answer, but I went on the ride I'm thinking of, and it wasn't scary, and I'm scared of everything, and it's still there. So that's a good answer. Garen's strangely quiet, and he's going to be the first one. Are you thinking? Are you? you do you I, have an yeah, answer? I'm. I'm th- I don't. I don't have a correct answer, but mm. I'm thinking. Okay. I have several so, answers, uh, but I think none of them are right. All right. Well, listen. That's. I have an idea, but I don't I, love it. I have an idea, but I don't love it. And I, I really wish I could ask my franchise question, but I, it's just it's just cheating. <laughs> Your question is which franchise? It. Well, I'm like, is it a movie franchise? Is it a soda pop franchise? You know, I think that gives it away. I, it, uh, it's 100 percent saying what is the answer? But hmm. in my head, there's like an in-between. Uh, I hear oh, here, there's uh, Elliot's, Elliot. Elliot's <laughs> doing some sort of like. The, what's that meme with the the woman with all the equations floating around her head? The, the beautiful mind thing, right? <laughs> yeah, but there's like five different versions of that. There's like a one with Zach Galifianakis, which I never understood. Like, really? where'd that come from? Is that from the Is that from the Hangover? Oh, maybe. You guys don't hey, need to answer. Hey, we were talking earlier about movies we like the second one of. I like the second Hangover more than the first one. That can't really? possibly be true. No, of course oh. not. <laughs> I never saw any of them but the first one. Yeah, same here. Seemed like enough. Yeah, it was plenty. Right? You get it. You hey, get spe- it. Speaking of enough, and, and at the risk of uh, some of you may be friends with the creator of the show or people who are on it, but uh, I just finished season two of Dead to Me. Anyone else watch Dead to no, Me? No, we, we haven't started it yet, Matt. I watched all season two in one day, really. Okay, so Woo! season, season one's... No. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything. No, I'm no, no, gonna, we won't say anything. I'm just going to say season one was incredible, so great, like a perfect uh, season of television. <laughs> but it's a great example to me of like... That didn't need to keep going. I don't know. Like, not, oh, I'm, wow. I'm not even talking about what I thought of season two. I'm just saying, like, it, it was so perfect. I didn't want them to try again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It could have ended on one and it would have been perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yes. But I loved it so much. I was so happy to see season two was so suspenseful. I was like, oh, my God. I was freaking out the whole time. I really wow. loved it. All right, cool. I don't I look I do. forward to seeing it, Matt, when I do, and then we can talk about it. All right, sounds One good. One quick thing I want to say, it's not a spoiler. Those women, they're acting. I'm just talking about the acting. <laughs> Jimmy already took his headphones off. You can tell me. Season one. It's about season one. Tell Jimmy it's about season one. It's about, he theater. can't hear you. He can't hear any of us. I'm, 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 I'm motioning. No, season. I was talking about season one. I was talking about the acting. I was just saying their acting is so amazing. I would like to spend a day on set and see yeah. how they work inc- themselves up into all that crying. It's so good. The one thing yeah. I want to say, I didn't hear anything you guys said because I didn't have my headphones on. The thing I'll say, and we're looking forward to season two, is in season one, you can't argue that the acting was terrific. I mean, it was. <laughs> I mean, the acting was phenomenal. Was it, Jen? Guy, oh, no. Guys, my sorry, sorry, my Zoom froze there for like a minute, but can I just jump in real quick and tell you guys, season one, 
yeah for whatever else you thought of it the acting was oh, incredible i mean you incredible. can't like i would love to just spend a day on the set and see like that's what how i did, said how did they get there how did I oh you, you felt that too because i really did no, want to introduce the topic how did they get to those i didn't have my headphones on so i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you're all mean i just dropped a seat. <laughs> You know what? We're revisiting here at the house. You know, my son what, likes to watch uh, the old shows. He's watching news radio. And uh-huh. uh, boy, oh boy, is it great. It's mm. really great. Every episode and, that I've uh, wandered in and watched with him has been hysterical. And what Wonderful. a weird mix of people that all seem to go their different ways in life, didn't they? Hey, you know what? To that <laughs> yes. point, Joe Rogan is great on this show. Yeah, he Did was he great. Did he ever act again? Did he ever do another acting role? Huh. Or did he go know. right to Fear Factor and then become whatever he's doing now? I think yeah, I, don't know. I think you're right. I think he went straight to host slash it, podcast. It's a shame because he's really good on this. That's really interesting. I and it's a shame for that. the podcast listeners. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, maybe he'll be one of those comedian podcasters that does like an Oscar winning role when he's 70 or something. Oh, that'd be interesting. You know he, how that he was good on news radio. That's all. Yeah, I'm he was maybe, great. Maybe he auditioned for a million other roles and never got another one. Uh, but he, he was really good on the, Everybody was good. Everybody is good. It's a From great cast. episode one, they, like, they all knew their characters and it worked. It's really good. I should revisit that. It's good. Sometimes I get sad when I watch Phil Hartman. I didn't even know the man, but I, yeah, you know. Boy, he's so funny on this. Oh, he's just perfect in everything. Uh, my wife and son also, they, they, they have what they call their, their own shows that they watch together in the morning and... Uh, they are starting with uh, season one, so there's 14 years of this, 14 seasons of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, wow. And that many? Wow. I watched the very first one, and I laughed like crazy, and I've never watched the show. Yeah. yeah. I went, I've watched full seasons and full series of shows that weren't as funny as what I just watched. Why, yeah. did, I, why did I ignore this when it started? I know. I did the I same did, thing. I did and, that same thing with Shit's Creek. I just didn't want to watch it based on the pun. And it is the most <laughs> spectacularly funny show that is so emotional. Yes. It's so gorgeous and moving. And I don't want to watch season six because I just don't think I can handle the emotion. I might have to wait till quarantine's over. and I can actually like hug someone after. I mean, it is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. How did I not watch it? I don't. I can't answer that. I won't answer it. And I'm, I, I maybe watched like 10 episodes I'm not going to go through the whole season, but of uh, Welcome Back, Cotter the other day. Still holds up. What? <laughs> I watched it and thought it was a little rough. Well, you watched the wrong 10 episodes. It really I holds up. I did. See, I'm doing the same thing with Barney Miller, and I think that holds up, where my son did not care for it at all. Oh, that's some old man TV. It if really is. If, if you're him. If you're him, yeah. It, it yeah. really is. It's, and you look at the cast, but first of all, they all look 50, even though we know that they were in their 20s and 30s, which is yes. bizarre. Um. And it's like, boy, none of, none of these guys will get cast today. Not one of them yeah. looks castable as lead <laughs> roles in a sitcom. Uh, I was I revisited the menopause episode of the Golden Girls the other day. And Blanche is going through menopause. And in this episode, she's two years older than I am currently. What? <laughs> it's like, I, I, she looks like a grandmother. She's 48. But back then, 48 looked so much older. Do you mean the character than, or the actress? I both. I mean, I, I don't know how what do you mean <laughs> I, well because I, I thought that the characters were supposed to be in their like 60s at least no this was she was always a little bit younger than everyone else and yeah. so she at the very least was supposed to be 50 at the very oldest okay. was supposed to be 50 but right. it's you know like if you look at what a 50 year old actress could look like today yeah like your Jen Aniston your 
Right. It's not that. It's not, not that. And it's not that she looked bad or anything. She just looks older. Right, like right, right. She looks almost 70, but she, she looked wasn't. like a grandma. She dressed oh, yeah. the, the, like her hair and everything was like a grandma style. Yeah. She's also I, at a retirement community. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, Why the thing is, that? it was her house and oh. the ladies moved in. So they were all a little bit older. She was always the like. Yeah, that's yeah. why she was the more sexual one. But so yeah, they were she liked in there. To fuck, huh? Oh, love to bang. Get all of, well, that was what the episode was about. Her period was late. She assumed she was pregnant. She had slept with 10 different guys during this week that <laughs> she could have gotten pregnant. She didn't right. know who the father was. And uh, Sophia made a great joke. Like on Father's Day, you can celebrate with Rick, Tony, Jim, Bob, Mike, you know, haha. I didn't tell it as well. But anyway, <laughs> turns out the reason she missed her period was the menopause. I see. She's Not getting older. Not the pregnancy, getting older. Anywho, everything's fine. At the end of the episode, <laughs> she ends up hitting on, uh, hitting on a teacher. He likes her. She's back in the saddle, but maybe just not uh, menstruating anymore. Good news. Mm. Good news, guys. Good news out of the Golden Girls, guys. It's good news for that saddle. Well, I watched it as inspiration because I had oh. my first hot flash in <laughs> oh. quarantine. So I'm beginning oh. menopause while in quarantine. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Living with a plant. Is this what I thought my life would end up? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, but we appreciate you sharing it with us. How about that? Well, I trust you guys to either it, just sit quiet. quietly or laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do whatever you want us to do. I don't know. I want you to keep going around the horn. All right. Well, let me check in then with Gary. In fact, let me, uh, let me uh, quickly now. Uh, Oliver Griffin. Quickly now. Father made you. <laughs> it's never not funny. Oliver, you grab the Literally. So, uh, I'm sure Garen was looking this up, but I think nobody actually knows what Blanche's age is. Uh, it's I'm looking at IMDb trivia as we speak. It's widely believed that Blanche's age is never actually revealed. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the episode Mother's Day, it's admitted in a flashback that she was 17 in 1949, which would right. make her 53 when the series began in 85, and 60 when it ended in 92. All right, so Character. she's... But that's still character, too yeah. young to look the way that she is. Pre- yeah. She's presented as an older lady. But back yeah. then, 50, I mean, because I was a kid. So that's take that into account. But in the 80s, 53 was basically old. I mean, that's. Yeah, I think because of the harder life, like you had kids younger, you kind of yeah. just were exhausted by then. <laughs> right. You'd been through more by that yeah. time. Yeah. We've had it easier. Yeah, we have. We've oh, we got it. We got it made, man. We got it made in the shade with Things the internet, so and the pandemic, great right and yeah. everything else going around. Right, the sure, riots. We got it easier. They mm-hmm. had riots back then too, Jim. They had riots in the seventies, sixties. Yeah, don't so forget that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's check in with Garen Cockrell. He's down there at the Pop Gold Trees Info Couch, uh, sponsored by DogPile.com. <laughs> uh, Garen, what's going on in the valley? Anything happening in the valley? Uh, no, it's been a uh, kind Van of <laughs> Sherman Oaks, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's been a. Uh, Good couple of days, I guess. How are you, Jimmy? How are you feeling? Garen, this segment's about you. This is, uh, <laughs> everybody knows how I'm doing. Now, Garen, I just out of curiosity, did you get anything in the mail over the weekend? Anything yeah. uh, come your direction? I, I did. Uh, I went out to my uh, front door, and there mm-hmm. was a box there that I was not anticipating. And I picked mm-hmm. it up. It was quite heavy. And I'm like, what is this? So I opened it up and immediately had a panic attack that I bought something instead of saving it to my cart. <laughs> and I realized it was a, a belated birthday gift and I got super emotional about it and left a completely insane voicemail 
But I will say here, thank you very much. It was very kind. Uh, the only reason I brought this up was because uh, I wanted to talk about your voicemail. Where Garen, here's what happened, guys. And, and uh, Garen texted me and asked, "Hey, is this a good price for this?" And it's a Sticks box set on Amazon, vinyl. Uh, the band Sticks, Ooh. vinyl, nine records. And I said, actually, that is a pretty good price. I would get it myself, but I've already got three of those. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, oh, okay, uh, maybe I'll get that for myself as a belated birthday gift. And then I thought about, uh, you know, we we always get Garen something for his birthday. And because we weren't in the studio this year, we couldn't even do the little, you know, cupcake or donut like we do. So I was like, you know what? Uh, I'll, get, I'll, I'll get it for his birthday. And, uh, uh, and I, but I bring it up, not, not to pat myself on the back that I got you a gift. I brought it up because then... I got a weepy Gary Cockrell <laughs> <laughs> thanking me for the box set. Um, You're kind yeah. not to play the voicemail. I'm dying to hear it. Not to I laugh know. at you, but I like seeing your emotion. It's That's nice. up. It's Go up right ahead. I don't care. All right, let's see if I can. Oh, boy. Oh. This is <laughs> That's so Verity. sweet. How did the records travel? Nothing melted? Everything good? Oh, no. They were, they were perfect. Oh. I already uh, busted them out. Listened to the first one already. Can we ready? Here That's a great band to listen to on vinyl. Mm. <laughs> this is gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> this is so cute. Wait, what, what, come on, Garen, did you lose weight? Not that you were heavy. I, I think I have lost some. Yes, thank Your you. Your face is just very sculpted. Very jealous. Oh. Go on. Oh, sorry. Thank you. Trying to ungay him, but it's not working. <laughs> um. All right. Here we go. Hopefully. It's going to be the other side, I think, where your ear would be. No, no, it's on speaker. I mean, fair is enough, it, it is, is me. it on speaker? Oh. All right, there we go. That's Garen Cockrell's. All right. Can't te tease us like that. You got to play it. I can't play it. You, the, the two, two people won't shut the fuck up because we can't hear it. We couldn't also, hear it. I apologize. Was it playing? <laughs> we talked for a minute while he was figuring out his phone, and we then were, for a minute he held it up, and it wasn't playing, and he's we blaming get, us. Yeah, we were trying to eventually. I'm not bam. blaming us. I'm blaming specific people, not all of you. Matt Belknap <laughs> gets a pass on this one. <laughs> Elliot, you do not get a pass. Maybe the other day where your ear is. I don't want a fucking phone works, old man. <laughs> off my ass. And, and that is the morphine talking. <laughs> Get off uh, his ass because there's a horseshoe up there. He's very uncomfortable. <laughs> but I'm very lucky. Uh, all right, lucky. let me find it again. Let me find it again. Let me see if I can play back it. To back. Here it comes. Okay. Speaker. Crank it. Ah, hang on. You know what I can do? Hang on. Hang on. Not do this bit? Well, there, there's always that, but then I got yelled at about it. <laughs> I, I know. Can, uh, oh, we are yelling. Connect your phone to the Bluetooth or the yep. Alexa. Here we go. Hang on, guys. This is Woo! exciting. The technology involved is so exciting. Come sail away. Come sail away. Come sail away. Oh, is it? Is that? Is Sticks playing in the background of your Weeby message? That'd be good. A little soundtrack. No, but I did follow up with a video of me playing the record. <laughs> All right, here we go. This. Uh, I have no idea how loud this will be. Can you hear it at all? Wait, no. shit. I, hang on. I got to turn it on. Sounds like he's at the bottom of a well. <laughs> hang on. Oh, that's that, just me. Maybe that's why he was crying. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody I get me out of this now. well. I've got some albums now. Can you hold the speaker up to the mic or the mic up to the speaker? Okay, here it comes. Uh, Jimmy, it's your uh, friend, Karen. 
Talk Roll Calling. Uh, I work at the podcast, in case you're unaware. I just got a little package just over my door that had a big box of sticks albums in it. Uh, if you're responsible for that, I can only say thank you very much. That was very sweet, uh, very unnecessary, but it, it got me to be very emotional. I wasn't expecting it, so thank you very much. I hope you're well. I hope this happens as well. I will see you on Monday. Uh, again, thank you very much. That was very, very kind. I really appreciate it. All right, see you soon. Uh, this is a crappy, terrible message. You can just don't see it immediately. All right, bye. <laughs> I I'm going to say not emotional enough. Yeah, you know <laughs> right ungrateful enough. sound. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I don't disagree, for... Jen. I remember hearing, I remember it, uh, the first time I listened to that, it uh, had a little more emotion behind it. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, well. Huh. All right. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> well, don't be surprised when uh, UPS shows up and goes, yeah, you got a package for me to return? <laughs> now you're crying. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember that, 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 uh, I think the uh, theater of the mind would have been better on that than actually playing it. Um, <laughs> well, it didn't really come through the speakers very well, so it was kind of choppy. That's yeah. true. The emotion got erased by the technology. It's mm. just emotion taking me over. Caught up in sorrow, lost in my home. And when you come back, come home to me, darling. And there'll be nobody left in this world to hold me tight. in this There we go. A little BGs for you. I got to turn this button off. Uh, all right, Garen, what else happened over the weekend? Anything else? Uh, no, just status quo. I'm desperate to find something to talk about that's exciting, and there really isn't much There's to... nothing. No movies, no nothing over there at the house, huh? No, what's the last movie I watched? I watched Spirited Away and Treasure Planet. Uh, some anime stuff. Yeah, nothing, nothing thrilling. I'm boring. Uh, what's that one that's out now? That uh, I'm gonna get this word. Uh, I'm gonna get it all wrong. But I think the word "vast" might be in the movie title. Vast. Uh, vast. Available, I think on Netflix or maybe it's on demand. Vast. Vast and the Furious. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> vast. Ah, shoot. Never mind. Hmm. It looked like it might be up your alley. Is the reason I bring it up, Garen. I don't remember the name. Vast. Oh wait, is that that sci-fi thing that everyone's talking about? Yes, the vast. I think so. Yeah, no, I haven't seen that. That's I gotta watch that. Everyone keeps telling me to watch it. But what is the name of it? Oh, so vast of vast night? of night. Yeah, vast of night. Yeah, I, yeah. I, now that you say that, I, it's yeah. It's everyone's saying it's like this is the coolest sci-fi movie in years. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna watch that tonight. Good luck to you. But, uh, let us, thank let you. Let us know how that goes the next time we talk. I did see that it was playing at the uh, is it the Montclair? Uh, they have a drive-in. Oh, drive-in. That's yeah. cool playing out there and uh we've been toying with the idea of going out to the uh but I, there's not been a movie that we wanted to see as a family that we're willing to make uh th- really the drive more than anything else like i know it's way out there that's a long haul i and heard then there the was drive home nothing to look forward to like and it's dark it's a right. lot it's a big commitment <laughs> it is a big commitment jen you got I, right. I thought they were going to open a drive through somewhere in the valley and i was that that's if it's like a 20 minute drive that's what i'm about like i'll do that how far away is Mon- well Montclair's not that bad for you, right? Uh, I still think it's a bit of a ways. Yeah, boy, you got to really—that's a commitment, man, dude. But you know, when wh- wh- you know when else are we going to see a movie? Uh, Jimmy, you uh, sound like you got quieter somehow. Did you turn? No, your- I, I didn't do anything with me. I didn't. Uh, Can oh, you wait, disconnect your phone? How about I feel that? is that better? Yes. Oh, 
It's heard, 40 minutes. Shoot, from how about Montclair that? To Hello? Hello? Why don't we yeah. take another break? Let's take another break. Okay. Uh, we'll be back. We'll go around the horn right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Jen Kirkman's on Twitter and Instagram at Jen Kirkman. And uh, you should follow her. She's funny. Great. And uh, you can listen to her podcast too if you like listening to podcasts with funny people. Uh, she's the only person on it and she's funny, so it qualifies. That's called Having Funlessness with Jen Kirkman, available wherever you get your podcasts. Search for it, download it, and listen to it, and you will be happy. Jimmy Pardo, also on Twitter, at Jimmy Pardo. The show's at Never Not Funny on Twitter. Garen's at My Name is Garen. Elliot's at Elliot Hochberg. You can also find Never Not Funny on Facebook, facebook.com slash Never Not Funny. Uh, like that page and you will see photos of every guest as we put the episodes up and uh, have a fun little discussion about uh, the episode underneath each one too also if you like to watch clips of never not funny in your spare time then you should subscribe to our youtube channel youtube.com slash never not funny click the little bell is what they tell me to tell you so that you get a notification when we put a new one up and you'll also find jimmy's records and tapes there that's the spin-off series where jimmy takes a walk down memory lane via his record collection that's it enjoy Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address, web address, <laughs> to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, you don't have that kind of time. You got crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, going on. Well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. That manager. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he needs an assistant uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I'm going to pronounce this properly, Ernin. Ernin. E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want to be clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let, let, let's all right, let's go with your premise. Mm-hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Ernin. That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're... <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at 
earning. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Earning. Get your money now. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. We took care of some business during that break, man. We dealt with some sunshine as well as some audio issues, and it seemed to go very, very well. Uh, Jan Kirkman talked about her highlights in her hair, and uh, we all nodded and cared. So it worked out for what? What's up? What's up? Matt Jen? brought it up. I was just saying she looks like a rock star with her hat and her, like, the way her hair is and the shirt. It looks like, you know, we're talking to Joe Perry. I, uh, but like uh, Joe Perry in his prime, Joe Perry. Oh, of, of, of course, man. Of course. <laughs> Boston's own, huh? That's right. Me uh, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. No, I meant the Me Too movement. I want to remind everyone. <laughs> oh, I, thank you. Oh, did Joe yes. Perry do something that we should know about? <laughs> no, I just it's been a while since I'd seen that hashtag. And okay. That said, let's assume so. Let's assume. <laughs> I mean, doesn't seem. I mean, who knows? I don't want to cast aspersions, but I, um, I would think every, as I've said on the, I think every rock star in the seventies is guilty of it. They, uh, they'd have to be. They'd have to be. Mm. Well, there's a lot of drugs going on. So a lot of drugs, a lot of cocaine. She don't like it. She don't like it. She don't like it. <laughs> cocaine. I mean, that's what Lorelai's all about, right? Lorelai, let's live together. I don't think it is, Karen. I think Lorelai's about a girl coming uh, and going to move in with the guy, if I'm not mistaken. Just dropping some stick knowledge now. Uh, Oh, you also sticks sticks and basketball? Is that your two stick knowledge? (laughs) Do you want to hear a very quick hot gossip story involving a famous comedian and sticks? Do I? It's not as good as I'm making it sound because it's just about them singing a stick song. But when I was a young comedian in the late 90s in New York City, I was in my early 20s. uh, I, it was told to me by the other comedians that David Cross is a big deal. This David Cross fella. I'd never seen Mr. Show. I wasn't familiar with David Cross. I'd certainly seen him do stand up. I understood he was a big deal. So he would hang out at the same uh, Monday night alternative show that everyone did. And while well, I was hanging out, he was actually performing on it. And so a bunch of us all went out after drinking, whatever. And we were at a restaurant that was not a dive bar, but I mean, it was like kind of a nicer restaurant. And Somebody mentioned uh, the stick song. I think the, uh, the one I was singing before, Come Sail Away. Mm-hmm. And he started singing it really loudly, but then like wouldn't stop, like sang a full minute. And like the waitress coming by, like trying to take orders, but he's like, a gathering of angels. And she's like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'll come back in a minute. And everyone was laughing, but I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was kind of like rude to the wait stuff and it was bothering people. And I remember thinking, I'm not... A good like I'm never going to be able to be a good comedian because I don't get this joke like I don't I think this is like really uncomfortable and I just remember feeling so much shame but nowadays I go I think I was right anyway th- that's your hot gossip I think you're on the right side of that story yeah hmm. I, it so, sounded funny when you were describing it yeah. it's technically funny but it was mm. annoying pe- like if no yeah, one yeah. else was around yes. and there was yes no, no, it's it's absolutely rude, and yeah. mm-hmm. it's the it's it's the comedy of inappropriate public behavior. I think, right? It's I mean, one of those like toss ups where you hear these stories about Andy Kaufman. You're like, that sounds kind of fun, and then you're like, and then he was holding up the whole production, you know? <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but uh, you know, get on the message boards. I mean, you can't kick me, can't David Cross. 
Yeah, don't, don't worry. See if I fucking care. I'm not don't, scared of him. Don't worry. Message boards <laughs> don't exist anymore. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> well, isn't Reddit isn't Reddit basically a message Reddit board? Reddit is a yeah. giant message board. That's true. It's uh, also yes a shit pile. <laughs> it's well, it does both. I wish I'd had a better word, but I didn't want to say dumpster fire. Uh, boy, boy, I, I've said it before, Jen. I when I first heard dumpster fire, I thought it was the greatest expression of the world, and I couldn't wait to use it. And then. Yep. It, it got overused within minutes. Yeah. Like, by the time you're saying dumb, you're like, oh, my aunt said it on Facebook. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then somebody changed it to tire fire, which I thought tire fire. I was like, hey, I like tire fire, too. That's great, too. And then by the time I got to that, it was overused. I so, heard uh, that one. What, what other tire? fires could you have, Jimmy? Uh, toilet brush fire. Oh, that's just bad. Uh, that's, toilet that's fire. I like yeah. the idea of a toilet fire. It doesn't make any sense, but it's funny. Yeah. Somebody did say diaper fire the other day, on the, and I, <laughs> I was fine one. with that. Disgusting. One. That's a good. I'm talking about. Oh, oh, Trump's yeah. having one of his diaper fires again. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, someone un-American, I guess. Of course, Jen. Thank you for saying it, knowing how we handle our show. <laughs> we love him. He's the future. He's got four more years if everything goes right in my bin. Hey, about- eight more if everything goes really right. Because <laughs> of all the things that have been going on the last four years where they would not let him do his job, he deserves another four on top of that. You know what? That is right how elections that. work. That's exactly how being the president works. You get, or you get all the extra time that you need to do the things you didn't get a chance to. 100%. Absolutely. I had a I had an idea the other day, and I don't I don't know. It's probably too it's definitely too late to do it, but um I I feel like Trump is is so insecure and so dumb that you could have probably at some point in time baited him into changing. And now the Republicans and the Senate wouldn't have gone along with this, but just him alone. You could have goaded him into like changing the law so that Obama could run again, just so that he could prove that he could beat Obama, because he obviously is obsessed with Obama. And like Obama would obviously fucking destroy him in an election but he wouldn't be able to admit that that's the case so you would have to basically like oh well you're just you're afraid to run against obama or else you would change the law to let him run again wouldn't you and then and then you'd have to convince obama to actually run again which he's too smart to probably want to do (laughs) but i know there's a lot of problems here but i do think it would be funny to try to get love it trump to like basically just just bait him into changing the law so that obama would run because then he would lose it would be great 100 you might have come up with a solution well, I don't know. I don't. I still think it's now because because you know Biden is the presumptive nominee. It's it's like kind of too late to to do all that. Yeah. Well, with that attitude, it is too late. <laughs> Maybe someone listening can. I guess we could start by getting it in Obama's ear, like see if he's even interested. That's yeah. right. Let me because yeah, yeah. Let me shoot him a quick text. All right, and, thank uh, you. And does anyone have Tommy get... Vitor's uh, text? <laughs> ah, <laughs> that's a nice reference. <laughs> That's well, a no nice reference. Am I stupid? He's from uh, God uh, Pod, Pod Save, Save America. America. He's uh, one of those oh. guys that used to work for Obama. I don't like that podcast. I only know I'll him. Yeah, I, I, I've never really listened to it, but he's he's on that that podcast I just started listening to about. Um, have you heard about this, Jen? It's called um, Wind of Change. It's about how the Scorpion song Wind of Change. Is, uh, there's a rumor that it was actually written by the CIA as a covert op to like, sow this like basically to bring down the Soviet union, uh, which is an insane notion, but a funny idea. And if it like, so it's, it starts with this journalist who's, who's basically heard it from a guy who heard it from another guy. God. Uh, heard it from a friend. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Uh, so yeah. Oh, I love that. But that sounds like, I love that. sounds like a great podcast and it's, a great. It's interesting. Idea. It's interesting. How many of you listen to so far, Matt? I'm halfway through the second one. Yeah, that's where I'm at as well. Yeah, uh, so Tommy Vitor, 
pops up on he produced it so he's oh, okay. he's he's in one of the episodes um uh, yeah I, i'm liking it so far i do too it's it's like a it's a far-fetched thing and it's I, I'm I'm listening to it with that feeling of like this is probably going to end up being like nothing, but they're going to get to the end of it and be like, well, it wasn't true. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, I guess I'm just gonna tr- I'm trying as hard as I can to enjoy the journey, even if that's the outcome. Yeah. Uh, well, the journey's the uh, the best part of the trip, isn't it, Matt? It's like <laughs> but, that Richard Simmons podcast where they try to find him and they don't, but it's a great journey. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I even agree with that. I got um, I got mad at that guy in like episode three. Like, you leave know, this guy alone, man. I, yes, I did kind of feel that way. You're right. You're right. You're like, right. He he owes you nothing. And he kept on saying, like, he owes us a goodbye. He owes everybody that went to that dance class a goodbye. He owes you nothing. No, zero. <laughs> zero. How One fucking day, dare you? That's why he was in hiding. He's like, you know what? I've been giving way too much to all these fucking assholes. Fuck you all. Yeah. Bye. I'm. I'm yeah, gone he, insane. He I'm met his he met his lifetime quota like way early, and then right. could have just packed it in at probably the age of thirty two. But he's, he kept going. <laughs> Good for him. And now it's like let him live his life. I got to meet him once at a Christmas party, and how'd it go? It was it was everything you'd want it to be. I had just uh, I had I had went through a, a crazy weight gain period where I'd gained like sixty pounds. I just lost it, and I told him I don't know why. I was like I just went through a really difficult couple years with weight gain and now i lost it and then he just grabbed my face and he went you were eating your feelings <laughs> and then he put his hand on my heart and he goes now you're feeling your feelings that burns calories wow. <laughs> and then he gave me a hug and we did a little jig to whatever music was playing and <laughs> He walked away looking empty and alone (laughs) (laughs) because of these must be this kind of stupid interactions he's forced to have all the time. That's why all the time he's forced to have that everywhere he goes. But he owes us a goodbye. Yeah, (laughs) I heard he might be down to the beach. Let's go stalk the beach. (laughs) That's the premise. That podcast owes us an ending. I think I've changed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shots fired, guys. I think Look I've out. changed my mind. I, I'm i very easily influenced. I, I, I don't. I agree <laughs> with Jimmy, but I also still liked the show. Like part of the show. What, I, I mean, not intentionally, but to me, part of the show was coming around to hating the host of it because of what he's no doing. Problemo. Like it, it, it's an interesting, <laughs> like, I think it's kind of like breaking bad. You start out sympathizing with Walter White and by the end you realize he's the devil. And that's kind of interesting. That's kind of where Barry's going too, and I like it for that. Yes. Hmm. It? Yeah. Mm. God, this is Algonquin roundtable shit. Oh, it really <laughs> is. It really is. All right, uh, Garen Cockrell, give me your trivia uh, answer again. What? Uh, where's the question? Uh, I've lost the question. What, what was the franchise? ride? The, what, what franchise? What franchise? Nineteen ninety-five. Too scary. Hang on now. It's very <sighs> sticky. My son made a point that uh, that these uh, post-its were very sticky. My son loves the post-it. What franchise did Disney buy in nineteen ninety-five? Uh, in fact, they built a ride. Themed around it, it was eventually shut down for being too scary. Garen, the franchise. This is uh, this is a tough one. Uh, the thing that came to mind and the thing that I'm going with is the Dark Crystal. Oh, oh boy, do I like that? Interesting. Interesting. But it's a tough. That's a tough question. Yeah, it is. I may have gotten very cocky when I heard the category. <laughs> wow. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, uh, there's only one way to find out. That's to continue going around the horn. Let me check in with the cinnamon stick. He's over there at the Video Village. Whoa. That is Palm's own, Elliot Hoberg. Elliot, what's going on, man? 
Well, so uh, so we're not talking too much about the uh, the riots and the looting and so forth, but because I'm part of the Palms Neighborhood Council, uh, I didn't think we had any looting in Palms, but we in fact did. And uh, so I was a little concerned, and so uh, took it upon myself to drive around the neighborhood yep. to look and see what there was, what the looting was there. Um, mostly drugstores, some electronic stores. I didn't see it, but apparently a jewelry store. Um, but in the course of doing that, I uh, helped save a dog with my car. How'd you so, do that? So I'm driving down Overland. Everybody knows where Overland is. Everyone across the country knows where Overland Avenue is. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Where it goes um, right up to Fox if you want to get America's favorite street. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like, I don't know, it's five, uh, five lanes and two parking lanes. So it's a pretty wide street. I'm going down one side across the street, across the other lanes. I see a, uh, a, a brown, like a chocolate Doberman with a jewel collar running down the sidewalk, just going. And I'm looking at it, I don't see anybody. And so I'm now driving and watching the dog to figure out what's going on. Then I finally do see a guy chasing the dog down, but the dog isn't having any of it. Then a, a Prius comes and tries to cut the dog off. And I assume that they also were aware that the dog was there and they were, they were trying to get it. The dog gets around the Prius. So then I take it upon myself to now, I, there, there's, there's traffic coming, but it's pretty far away. So I, and the dog's kind of now going into the street. So I take a left and I block traffic and uh, roll down my window and I tell the dog to sit. <laughs> the dog is confused. Yeah. Knows I'm not the person who they're supposed to listen to, but has to take a second. Wait a minute. Am I supposed to sit? Or, that's, that's the look on the face of the dog that I see. It's like, wait, you're not, the, you're not my person. Uh -huh. And in so doing, then the guy catches up with the dog and is able to get it. Nice. And then I'm able to get out of the street. Well, so, I think I speak for Matt and myself. We're proud of you. I'm very proud. That's very why I told proud. the story. That's all I wanted to hear. I'm like, I'm, I'm like seeing PPE on a, on a volunteer proud right now. <laughs> I'm proud too, but I do want to throw in. I'm uh -huh. really hoping because I, I really keyed into when you said the dog was not having it when yeah. his owner was coming for him. I hope it's a good owner. I, I hope so too. You a dog with its abuser instead of adopting it. I'm just well, saying, is another wow. side. That's a that's a that's a look. I <laughs> I'm not telling you you're wrong to think that way. way My thought is, would it would it be better that or the dog gets hit by a car? Which is better? Both are. Hmm. What you did was right. I I felt okay. <laughs> and I like that the Prius. This motherfucker. I'm saving the world with my Prius. Me, no. Get out of here. Showboat. <laughs> Elliot's got this under control. Showboat. The guy's a showboat. <laughs> boy, the Prius people sure love to tell you they have the Prius, don't they, Jen? Oh, they, boy. Uh, oh. they love talking about the Prius. <laughs> Still popular. It surprises me. Uh, you know, there's a lot of other options out yeah. there now that are, I think, better environmentally than the Prius. Mm -hmm. And yet the Prius persists. Yeah. I do like the new Prius. I will say that that the uh, it's a good looking. Uh, they've changed it just enough for me. You don't like it, Matt. I know you don't like those back uh, back lights. I've, I've never enjoyed the look of the Prius. The design. They all have dents in the back because you can't see backing up. <laughs> they <laughs> all get in minor fender benders a lot. Uh, uh, Elliot, uh, everything else in Palms is going okay, though. I think so. I mean, we had our meeting and it was very long, but we uh, we did a bunch of stuff and uh, you know it was on Zoom. <laughs> Yay! And um, yeah. So yeah, right. I would we'll say I would say it's going all right. That's all I could ask you to do is stay safe in Palms. We're you know, mm -hmm. we're counting on you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Who's zooming who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Only Zoom and Who came out. <laughs> Great. Maybe that's all he said. That's <laughs> hard to be all he said. Okay, has anyone done this? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Let's go back to my room. Come on. <laughs> that's for anyone doing those online Zoom dates. Can, um, I've also done no. this one, Jen. Uh, and you from Boston, you'll appreciate it. Come on, a Zoom, a Zoom, a Zoom, a Zoom. Oh. Come on, a Zoom. I'm Jimmy. Wasn't that show called Zoom? Yeah, mm-hmm. correct. <laughs> yeah, hence, hence the reason I brought it up here. <laughs> I know, but right. kind of kind of the reason it's uh, the topic. <laughs> oh, you two, one, three, four. Shoot at the zoom. Well, no, who's Zoom and who is also Zoom. That's that's, that's the word. Yeah, but, but she was okay. uh, that other one right. was uh, that one was that a sound like. No, but that zoom. Was wait, zoom, zoom, zoom. That is the lyric. Let's go back to it's my room. Boom, boom, boom. That's how it is. Fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, you're, you're the one who forgot who's zoom and who. It's on you, you now, Matt. You also forgot zoom. <laughs> you're from Boston. Just... You're a disgrace. Listen, I'm in menopause. Do you know what that does to a brain? I learned a lot about it from the Golden Girls. So yes, I know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we all saw the episode. We're all caught up. <laughs> Come on, a zoom, a zoom, oh, two, one, three, four, send it to Zoom. I'm Natalie. <laughs> um, that wasn't her name, though, and somebody's going to go, hey, her name was... Yeah, you, know you say to that person, die a slow death. <laughs> There's again, if you go see Jen Kirkman live, that's the kind of crowd work you can expect. She's <laughs> quick, sharp off the top of her head. I like that she came in like this. Yeah. Yeah. Die a slow death. <laughs> Love it. It's like a Brando performance in our yeah. face. <laughs> hey, Jen, do you ever wear that hat on stage? You ever, you ever wear a hat on stage as doing stand-up comedy? Well, I just got this hat yesterday, so I haven't worn this one, but I have certainly Hey, hat. hat. <laughs> <laughs> I wore a hat on stage. One night I wore a turban with a jewel on it, and boy, did you have something to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I saw it? Yeah, we were both at the um, that Monday night show that uh, the... Uh, Kurt and Kristen run and um, we were Hot backstage tub. and I was wearing a this really cute and not like in a appropriating culture way. It was like a more of a 1940s movie star jeweled yeah. turban, not like a I'm wearing a turban. And uh, I didn't have a great set. Um, and I think it was because I was trying out new stuff and I was just kind of you got to bring your good stuff to a room like that. I was thinking of it as a workout night and it, right. they wanted the real comedy. So I came out, I go, I don't know. I just didn't connect with the audience. You go, you think that turban had anything to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I stand by it. I think it might have. I think it may have been distracting. Like people are I wondering. Think, I think you're right. It was a pretty weird thing. And I think they were like, is she going to mention this? Like, <laughs> is this a character? I really think you're right. I, I underestimated. Uh, is it possible that the jewel in the turban hypnotized the audience? <laughs> well, you know what? It probably did. And next time I, I'm going to wear it and actually just do a hypnotic act. That's I don't a great know what idea. I'm saying. I haven't been on stage in a while. I'm rusty. We're all a little rusty, but we're getting through it. You shake the rust off and you let the world know that we're here to be alive. Are now you doing any of those virtual uh, rooms? Stand no. up? I'm cool. <laughs> no, i don't need that much attention i like to do these kind of things podcasts or i'll jump on your instagram live i did a quick spot last night um on a show but so you just did one you just- <laughs> it, was, it was on cabaret that's like storytelling like uh-huh. i'm not gonna do like stand up like i'm not like oh my god i gotta do is you know i i've got a podcast like i i feel like i talk enough is it uh, 
Yeah, yeah, I think we all agree with that. <laughs> you certainly have the last four minutes. No question about that. Oh, me. <laughs> um, I will say this, Jim, before we get off that topic, that uh, that Monday night, Kurt and Kristen, uh, the hot tub comedy program, whatever it's called, at the Virgil, uh, it kind of became a little bit like Largo when Largo was in its prime, where if you, the premise of Largo was to show up and work out new stuff, alt comedy, yeah. work out new material. Then all of a sudden it became like, hey, what are you doing? I'm working my set out because I'm doing Largo on Monday. Like you had to bring it or else people would be like, oh, so-and-so bombed at Largo. Yeah. The Virgil on Monday nights became that too. Like, wait, I can't try stuff anymore without you judgmental assholes staring at me? Like, Yeah, you had to do like a tight set as though yes. you were doing 10 minutes on the road for, yeah. So, Which is ridiculous. Which is kind of then, well, why am I getting up to go out and do stuff I know that's going to kill that I get paid to do on the road. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Great show. Hope to be booked. Well, me too. Monday nights, <laughs> the Virgil will be back. Uh, boy, could you imagine if they do the six foot rule there? You'd have four audience members. <laughs> <laughs> what if tight... we find out that everybody there is doing new stuff and their new stuff is just amazing <laughs> and that we're like, it must be old stuff if they're killing. That's and a good it, point. Yeah. Just, I don't uh, like it. All right, Elliot, let's circle back to you, sir. You have sure. an answer for the uh, trivia contest. Today. Yeah, I had a, I have a couple of options. I picked one. I okay. picked it because I think the timing is right for the purchase of something. Okay. But I don't remember the ride, so this may sound stupid. Toy Story. So your theory is that <laughs> Disney purchased Toy Story... <laughs> And then made a ride out of it. That's, that's so. So I, I'm I'm unclear from Oliver's delivery whether they purchased just to make a ride or they made a ride that was too scary to have that was from something they purchased in 1995. So that's that's part of my logic as well. I I, I well, fully admit I could be totally wrong. Well, but, yeah. we will. I can tell you this much: Toy Story did come out in 1995, and it, that was before Disney owned Pixar. Pixar. So Disney distributed uh toy story but did not own it they could have purchased the theme park rights to that yeah. movie in 1995 that's all oh, true that's the such... one part that isn't true <laughs> is that there was a toy story ride that got shut down there there is now a toy story ride in orlando that just opened last year well there was a toy story ride before that because i remember that where they used to have the uh the telescopy thing you had the guns with buzz lightyear that's still uh, there. Yeah, that's still is there. Is it still there? Yeah. So I, I yeah, that was why I was doing the beautiful mind thing. It's I was trying to remember the <laughs> right. Disney map. Yeah, that's called Astro Blasters. Buzz Lightyear's yeah. Astro Blasters. But I, I'm thinking maybe maybe there was another ride that we are not remembering. That's the only maybe. like yeah. I say, it's, it's a stretch. Possible. I agree, but it's but that's what I'm going with. Okay. Um I find that Astro Blast thing to be very scary. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I have a tough time on that ride. Yeah. Those lasers flying everywhere. It's oh, dangerous. you don't know what you're gonna get shot right in the eye, right, Garen? Yeah, yeah exactly. Blind you. Very scary. Uh, Matt Belknap, how are you up there? Matt, the upper uh, left of my screen. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, uh, good. How's everything in the valley for you? Everything going all right? Not bad. Very windy this morning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Felt uh, felt weird. Like it was like I was in uh, another. It didn't feel like uh, Southern California. It felt like Colorado or something. Very dry and hot, but windy. Do you ever worry that the wind's going to pick up that trampoline and send it into somebody else's yard? <laughs> I am not worried about that. Uh, but it was, I am, I'm a little worried about the wind of change, Jimmy. <laughs> I, I do. You are. You're, in, you're listening <laughs> I, to the podcast, of course. I don't want to see the Soviet Union collapse. I feel like it's important <laughs> to have them as a counterweight to what we're doing sure. in the West. Smart. Very smart. Down to Gawky Park. <laughs> 
It's a good one. One of the, one of the lines from uh, that. I saw, I've seen the Scorpions in concert. Oh, yeah? Them, saw them along with White Snake. That's White a show. Snake and the Scorpions. It was a good show. Who good opened? Ah, uh, White Snake. White Snake. Yeah. Scorpions. Okay, I, it's, it's crazy. The one thing listening to this podcast that I wasn't really thinking about is that Scorpions for whatever they did or didn't do in the United States are fucking humongous internationally. Like they are one of the biggest bands in the world other than in the United States. Like they've, they sell out stadiums in Brazil and you know, Japan and it's, it's nuts. Yeah. Here they've only had maybe five hits. I would say that uh, anybody knows they got the wind to change. Of course they got uh, rocky like a hurricane, right? Mm -hmm. They got the zoo. You got blackout. I think I only know those two, those first two. Yeah. yeah, me too. I really had a blackout. But oh and then still loving you. Oh, that sounds familiar. Uh, that mm. one was a uh uh which is Matt uh, still loving you is the one that debunks this guy's whole theory that uh Winds of Change doesn't sound like any other Scorpion song. Mm. Yeah. Still I loving you. I, I've been waiting the, for them. I haven't heard that argument yet, but I was waiting for him to say that about that song because it does if you only know Rock You Like a Hurricane, I could understand thinking this is very different, but you know, the guys uh, people grow up, they get a little more uh variety and Also, range. Uh, those bands started writing songs to get on the radio and yes. that uh you know falls under that uh category. Hi, yeah. I'm Jimmy. Uh, Matt, do you have a guess? I know you're not going to say Toy Story because you couldn't wait to punch <laughs> Ellie in the face. <laughs> I was just talking it out. I'm talking it out because yeah, that's what that's I appreciated what you, the information. That's what you do on, on you know in game shows when you're thinking about the answer, right? Uh, I do have an answer. I don't love my answer, uh, and I'll tell you why in a sec. But my answer is Twilight Zone, mm. and uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror was a ride at Disneyland for years, and then they reskinned it to become the Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout oh, ride. Right. But that doesn't really hold water in terms mm. of they shut it down for being too scary because it's still scary. It's the same ride. Um, and and the other thing that the, the bigger thing is that they still have Tower of Terror mm-hmm. in Orlando and I think even mm. in, in France. So um, so they didn't really sh- they just shut one of them down or changed it. So it's, it's a bad answer, but the timing maybe lines up slightly and I couldn't think of a better. That answer. was my first guess. To be honest. Yeah, it, it was, that was one of my guesses as well. It was also well. mine as well, if that makes you feel better. My it sister does. went on that ride. We went to Disney World with my parents as adults. I was in my 20s. She was in her 30s. And uh, I literally just got like an anxiety feeling from you saying the name of that ride. I remember standing <laughs> oh outside God. and hearing the screams. It's it's awful. Why would you want to experience an elevator falling? It's an intense ride. It's great. Uh, I actually, I, I really like the Guardians one. Jimmy, you know it. I like Guardians too. And I know I also, you do. I like Guardians <laughs> Breakout. It's great. It's really fun. I, I think uh, there's one other thing that supports possibly your choice, which is why would Disney buy the Twilight Zone otherwise? How does that relate to them at all? Yeah, it's, it was. It's uh, odd. Oh, Matt might have some points there and Whoa. some money, 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 but money. Well, the Twilight Zone is owned by Fox, isn't it, or CBS? I don't think. Well, but they, they, again, if they bought the theme park rights, that would I think right. fit the question. And they did so, open. They did open California Adventure in the late '90s, so the timing would sort of line up if they bought it in '95. The rides opened in '97 or '98 or something. So that is based on a Twilight Zone episode. I thought it was based on the Hollywood Tower on Franklin. It is that malfunctioned. It is based on that, but they just used the the name Twilight Zone to sort of because it's scary and freaky. Oh God! I, okay. I don't think there was. I don't think there was an episode of Twilight Zone that had that in it. But yes, the mm-hmm. building was designed to look like the hollywood tower right off the the freeway there yeah. they made a movie about it too didn't they with steve gutenberg and kirsten dunst really 
I yeah. don't remember that. I don't remember that. Weird. By the yeah. way, speaking of Steve Gutenberg, I will once again tell people to watch Holy Moly, the, the uh, show mm. that Rob Riggle hosts with Joe Tessitore. Yeah. Uh, it is nothing but funny and joy. And uh, Steve Gutenberg has uh, shown up in the last two episodes. Oh, cool. <laughs> and is re- just dumb. And I mean that complimentary, just ridiculously dumb. The whole show is dumb, but great. Yeah, I can't. I was telling Charlie about it because I, I, I watched like the first five minutes of one after he went to sleep. And then I was like, you, you already told me that it was great for kids. And I was like, yes, this is he's going to love this. I can't wait to. Show oh, it yes. To oh, yes. And then, as I've said, and it's real funny, like it's funny. Right. For adults to laugh at. It's not yeah. you're not laughing ironically at people doing nonsense. It's Rob Riggle and Joe at uh, story are very funny. Yeah. Together. So. Uh, watch it. I get no money for saying that. I'm just uh, passing along something I enjoy. Uh, Jen, what is your guess for this DC uh, situation? That's not Disney. Disney situation. <laughs> um, I had a bunch of guesses, but all of them are still rides. And I thought, oh, well, maybe they redid the ride. But I'm yep. going to not say any of those. I know this is wrong. But I was just, I don't know, Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> For fifteen points. <laughs> for fifteen. Oh, yeah. scary. You're supposed to keep your your bet until the end. Yeah. Well, oh, was, sh- that's all right. We, so well, that's okay. Jen, Jen, it doesn't ruin the world. I, you're, 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 oh shit, guy, blow it. <laughs> you're gonna have your to. Other guesses were like Jurassic Park, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, because I was like, maybe those were too scary, but then they redid them to make them less scary. But. Mm, uh, interesting. There was something about Indiana Jones that that kept going. No, I'm the right answer, but I. I picked Nightmare on Elm Street. All right. I, before we go to the actual answer, I, I want to I wanna float my other possibility. Oh, wait, Jimmy, well, should I give my guess, Elliot? You did give your guess. No. You said, no, you, you said he was the same as Matt's, did you not? No, you said no. he thought that. No, I said I thought Oh, I'm that. sorry. I misunderstood. Uh, now, that said, Elliot, you're actually correct. I did say it uh, <laughs> as a mistake. <laughs> um, I said, and I was very excited about this, but it actually was uh, Six Flags. I said DC Comics. Uh, because I think they did shut down that Superman ride, right? But didn't people uh, uh, or, or the Batman one? One of those. I think that maybe one was temporarily stopped. But as far as I know, the Superman ride is still going. Yeah, that's, right. that's six maybe that, maybe the Joker or the Riddler. There were other somebody one died on one of them, right? Yeah, yeah. I, and I think then they just shut it down. Yeah. Uh, well, people dying, scary. That's where uh, you know. That's scary. <laughs> that's as scary as it gets. Uh, but as I as I was saying, that's why I was so excited. Like, oh, I know this one, DC Comics. And then I wrote it down and went, it's wrong, wrong theme park, you idiot. It's a, it's a horrible <laughs> guess. All right, so Elliot, you give your other well, thoughts. My only other thought, and Matt, I, I I suspect you can probably shoot this down right away because I think I'm missing something. But who framed Roger Rabbit? I think. Was, yeah. That wasn't Disney originally, was it? No, it was. It was Disney, yeah. And okay. then that and that ride is still operational in, in okay. Toontown in Disneyland. Okay. And I, if, just like the uh, that that uh, that Astro Smash thing, uh, the Roger Rabbit ride is really scary. Really, <laughs> very scary. Well, I was thinking maybe for kids. It was. You scary know what's scary about it is what's scary is how long the line is, considering it sucks. <laughs> it was great when Oliver was younger. I enjoyed it uh, for that yeah. reason. Of, we never uh, went on it because it was always like a forty-five minute line, and then like finally we went like a year or two ago, and I was like, "This is the ride." No. This Right? terrible fast pass <laughs> uh, all right here's your answer guys get ready get ready glasses on ballot uh, okay again the sticky uh, post-it note here we go very sticky oh boy oh boy uh, all right the answer yeah. is alien oh you know what I was thinking that wow alien so there it was, was an down alien MGM, right 
the ride was titled Extraterrestrial. It featured live cast member being eaten by a is it exomorph? I don't know how the yeah, xenomorph. 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 Blood being spat on you. <laughs> uh, hang on, more information coming. More information coming. Uh, along with strobe lights and times of total darkness, the ride was replaced with a uh, Lilo and Stitch ride <laughs> so that the alien stuff could stay the same. That eventually closed. Uh, then Oliver has a little side note. I suggest doing more research. It's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It is interesting because is they interesting. now own Wait, that franchise again. Wait, right, what's that, Garen? Fox. They... That was a Fox franchise, and now yeah. Disney owns Fox. So they ah, it's, yeah. that's curious. Got to bring it back. Hang on, I got uh, Young Oliver is back for uh, more information on this. Go ahead, uh, Young Oliver. I just heard you say. Here, um, get your face in here. Oh, hi. Um, I just heard because I was something. It was paused for a second. I just heard you say it's not extraterrestrial. It's extra terrorestrial. Oh, uh, oh God. Extra terrorestrial was the name of it. <laughs> well, at least there was a little bit of a warning then. Okay, thank you. Uh, thank what you. a uh, what an insane uh, thing for Disney to do. Where's your microphone? Does it say if yeah. it was at MGM? Oh. Like, what is that called in, in Orlando, Matt? The Hollywood Yeah, thing? Disney MGM Studios. I bet that's oh, that exactly place is from. awesome. All right, great. 15-year-old Jen just showed up. <laughs> no, I went to it as an adult. I love it. I would go back in two seconds once COVID's over. I loved it. I, you, got, you get to sit in the theater and watch the Muppet show. Like, I was like Yeah, the 3D crying. Muppet. I remember that 3D yeah, Muppet thing. Unreal, unreal. Matt, you yelled at Jen for being too quiet. Remember that seconds ago? No, sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. You know what's funny? I was thinking it had something to do with aliens, but I couldn't think of the movie Alien. And then wow. I was just like, oh, well. Well, Good what are you going to do? Um, all right. Listen, That's great wild. job, everybody. Let's get your points. Uh, what'd you go with, uh, Garen? I went uh, 25. Oh boy! But again, you don't get you don't uh, you don't lose anything. But the money rolls over. Is that how that works? No, no, no. Whoever has the whoever has the oh, most shit. points at the I end of this. I always forget this. Thank you. I so it's based it. on the bet. So so Garen is getting nothing. He's you know that for you. sure. All right, Elliot, what'd you bet? I, much like Jen, bet 15. Oh. All right. We know Jen bet 15 as well. Matt, what did you bet? I bet, uh, let's see here. Get this up. Actually, what did you bet? You tell me first. You show yours. <laughs> you know that. What? That's not how this works, and you know that. All right. I bet. How dare you? 14. Oh, 14. God. Bless it. <laughs> I bet seven. Oh. Hey. Damn Good it. for you, Jimmy. Does that mean I win? Yes, yes it does. Yay! Woo! I win for not knowing something. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Price is Right rules, right? Without going over? Or no. No. But like no, the lowest no. bid sometimes wins? No. Yeah, uh, lowest bid can sometimes win if uh, you don't know what you're doing. What? No. No, uh, not, well, scratch, that erase that. Not Reverse right. it. Jen Kirkman, thank you for being here. This was a joy, and now I'm going to watch a little... I'm going to go down that rabbit hole of learning about this. I think I am, too. As soon as we're done, I'm going to uh, take a look at that. I'm going to take Ooh. some sort of a uh, pain reliever and then uh, watch that. I hope you're uh, feeling better or are on thank the you, way Jen. to it. You and I both. I, it's I always tough getting words. penis reduction surgery, but that thing was honking. You had to do something. <laughs> the, the, uh, the application of lip gloss as you delivered it was what really sold that joke. <laughs> That thing was honking. <laughs> yep. <laughs> thank you, Jed Kirkman. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the program. We thank you for subscribing. We thank you for everything that you do for our program. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, look at him down there. There's Garen Cockrell. Uh, Video Village, that's a cinnamon stick. That is Elliot Hogberg holding down the fort at Never Not Funny HQ. That's the Honcho Matt Belknap, our great friend Jen Kirkman. 
I'm Jimmy Pardo. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.